The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, good Friday evening. Welcome to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengel. Missing from the crew tonight, uh, Mark and Steve Bengel and Tom Kennedy. They are off on assignment tonight. This evening we are at Walnut Hills High School. You're listening live around Cincinnati on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com. Tonight it's week five and the two and two Elder Panthers take on the one and oh Walnut Hills Eagle live from Walnut Hills High School. Elder comes in after beating Moeller 30 35 to 22 as Drew Ramsey had 14 receptions for 144 yards and three touchdowns and also had a combined uh, 84 yards on the ground with, with 14 carries and another touchdown. Ben Hamilton continues his steady steering the ship. He was 23 of 27 for 282 and four touchdowns. Now, Phil, the Panthers fell behind early against Moeller but showed nothing seems to phase them. Right. In that game, you know, I was listening to that game last week because I wasn't in the stadium, and I remember after those first two touchdowns, I kind of thought, man, this this is a totally different Moeller team than what everybody expected to come into the pit. You know, a lot of people had looked at their earlier games, and, you know, Coach Ramsey had said, I mean, it's, don't they're, don't let their record fool you. I mean, they're, they're a great football team. So they came in, they executed early, caught Elder kind of sleeping at the beginning, made some great plays, but then Elder answered the call as the game went on. Now, you mentioned that, and, you know, it was interesting. Right away, the, the movement of T.J. Rotello from quarterback to running back was amazing uh, right off the bat. The 71 touchdown yard catch down the sidelines, that, and then the extra point was no good. One of the key things, after that they got the 30-yard the 30 touchdown by Dunlop, but that drive that you you know you get to get back drew ramsey on a fourth down rolled out and decided instead of to punt it to run it get the first down and then he was able to capitalize on a nine-year touchdown pass so that really kind of turned everything around because uh muller had missed a field goal early on in the end of the first quarter and that would have made it 16 and, and you know at that point so there was a lot of a lot of uh movement and then elder just after that it was pretty much all elder because you look at uh ramsey got another 18-yard touch in and a one-yard run, so they were pretty much off to the races uh, with that. And uh, you know, Mueller got a, a break towards the end of the first half because of a big kickoff return, and they got a field goal to the end. So you thought maybe you know Mueller would come back at that point. Yeah, and Mueller, they have the weapons, they have the guys, and two, the one thing that was different about that game. You know, Moeller with not having a home field, and that was their senior night. You know, so that was, you know, you had that emotion kind of coming into the game as well as trying to get a GCL South win. So they continued to fight and claw as, as that game went on, and it showed as they continued. And I think that's another thing we're going to have to watch them, you know, over the next two weeks. They have some big football games. But the Panthers are able to execute what they've done the previous weeks, be able to go, you know, working with that, like a fake punt. That's been there all season, that ability to, to run that. I know some people, you know, look at those rugby-style punts and those rollout punts as, well, they're not incredibly efficient. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes they're not. These guys aren't the greatest punters, but if they see that daylight, that's a huge swing rather than your standard fake punt where you line up was normal and you just hope that maybe they all bite on it and you're going to be able to run. This gives you more opportunity, and I really like that wrinkle that Elder has because it catches in games like that where maybe the momentum's not on your side. That's a big momentum swinger, and we saw how that affected moving forward in that football game. And it looks like Coach Ramsey has noticed that because Hamilton had started off being the punter and now he's gone to Ramsey to do that yeah and Ramsey I mean I think both of them can line up back there I just think that Drew is maybe he sees the running ability for him a little bit better whereas Ben might be the guy who definitely can pick it up with his legs but he could also throw as well you could line him up out as a receiver so Ben gives you that option of doing that and being able to have both guys that means you can't really key in on whether you know okay ben's back there drew's back there it's it's a fake it's a kick you don't have that rhythm to practice and you don't have that rhythm to look at on film either now one thing that's kind of emerged through this whole thing obviously you know ramsey was uh, you know big in the game he had uh, he had uh, you know a total of catches he had 14 catches 144 yards and three touchdowns but i noticed that andrew harp starting to feel it a little bit getting some playing time an 11 yard pass from hamilton got a touchdown in the left corner in the fourth quarter uh that made it 35 16 at that point but uh, Harp has been able to feel it a little bit, uh, helping out uh, because obviously, you know, Neiman has done a great job, but, you know, this is another wrinkle for them. Yeah, when you look at Harp with four catches and 55 yards, he's averaging about 13 yards a catch right now, and he's two touchdowns this year. Remember, he had that big yeah. one hander in the end zone, but he just gives you another weapon on the outside, even if he's not getting the football. It's a guy you have to guard. You know, I mean, that, that's the thing. You don't have a guy where we can lay off on him or we don't have to really press him as hard. He's not going to make plays. I mean, when you got guys out there like Neiman, like, uh, you know, like Neville, like Harp, you know, those guys, and then add in Larkins, Johnson, Sabato, and Ramsey, all of a sudden, whenever Elder lines up, Every guy's got to be accounted for. One guy slips in the zone, and it's a big play. One guy doesn't get great man coverage. So Harp brings that extra wrinkle to the mix. Plus, it helps, too, when you can line up Neiman at six foot six and Harp at six foot six. You're going to have a few mismatches, I believe. You, you can't teach height, Phil, as you know. I mean, exactly. You can't teach so just to look at some of these numbers from last week's game, which is kind of interesting. Now, we always talk about... You know, they would say, well, how many yards did you give up? How many yards did you give up? Well, I don't, uh, this is just a proving right here that the yards really don't, don't, doesn't matter at all. So Mueller had 383 yards of total offense in that game. Now, granted, 22 points, but seven of them came in the fourth quarter, uh, six, six of them rather. They had 13 in the first quarter. What, what we were talking about this during the game with, with Rob and I, we were talking about the fact that bend the don't break mentality of being able to hold them in side of the 20s right make sure you don't you give up the yards in between the 20s but don't give up those key key points but you know look at that 15 first downs for Mueller, 383 yards and you know they only gave up 22 points so that, that's pretty good yeah and again like you said you're gonna have i mean coaches know uh, you can have the greatest schemes and players are going to make plays it's going to happen it's how you react the next down you know they, they talk about that in so many different sports the different timing of when something happens how fast you have to react to it as far as not letting it to snowball and i think Yelder's done a great job of that this year i mean teams have gotten some big plays on the defense but the defense then comes together and gets a big stop you know i mean it's one thing to give up one 
But then if you can turn it around and get that big stop like they've been doing, guys that throw it around. The other thing that's been nice to see with this defense is there are guys who have been shuffled around since week one, guys who have been moved to different positions. And, and as far as I know, and most of these guys have taken it, like, that's fine. Wherever I can play to play to make the team better, I will do. And that's what you need. They have a great defense, guys who are flexible, guys who are willing to move, uh, and, and guys who, who – can do that and at the same time you know you have your coaches who are constantly thinking every week how can we adjust how can we change how can we use our guys talents to the best of their abilities you know and at the same time when they're doing that using their guy, those guys talents to the best of their abilities you know that could mean playing at the next level you know a guy comes in and says well i'm a linebacker well actually you know what you do a much you might do a much better job you know, coming out of a four-point stance and throwing throwing linemen around, and that might get you, you know, the opportunity to play next year. Absolutely, and and the running game last week was was good. Cooper Johnson had 14 carries, 60 yards. Drew Ramsey with 14 carries, 84 yards. Ben Hamilton even at seven carries for 16 yards. But Cooper's been very consistent, and we'll get into the numbers on the next break. But you know, he's been he's been really good. Yeah, Cooper Johnson just has been a guy who has continued. I mean, throughout the season, his numbers, you know, he's got two rushing touchdowns, 230 yards. Uh, you know, coming in is, is a guy with Cooper Johnson's fifth in rushing yards in the GCL South, but he, he just does what's asked of him. You know, I mean, at times he's not getting the ball. He's a blocker. He's a decoy, and he's okay with that. And when he does get the ball, he, he goes to work, and he, he does what he's supposed to do. Uh, and that, you know, you got – Cooper at 230, Drew Ramsey at 245, rushing. It's kind of nice. You got that two-headed back in in the backfield, so guys always have to know where those two numbers are every time when they line up. Absolutely. Well, with that, we'll take a uh, break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about the season statistics and what's going on with Walnut Hills, and we'll come back because you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347 Nine 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 nine. That's three four seven nine nine. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Colerain and josephtoyota.com. By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Coleraine Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of 
give any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengal. We're at Walnut Hills High School filling in for the guys tonight as uh, they take, uh, they've got an assignment that is uh, in an undisclosed location. We'll just say that. Absolutely. Getting, getting prepped for the coming weeks. Absolutely with the uh, season. Now, just a note, we will not have a postgame show tonight at La Rosa's. Heading out, uh, you could still head to La Rosa's because the food is wonderful, and and you'll get uh, good service. Uh, I believe Pam and, and Aaron and everybody over at, at La Rosa's on Boudinot will certainly have that. But looking at Elder this season, so Phil, it started out on the season. It started out with a 53-52 loss to LaSalle. You know that was one of the things we didn't expect. We didn't know what to expect with Elder this season. They came back with a 42-14 win over Floyd Central. Then a tough loss to St. Xavier at 38-24, a win over Muller, 35-22. Are they where, right now, where they think they need to be? That's the question. I mean, well, you're never where you need to be uh, in the middle. If you're where you need to be after game two, you got some problems because that means you've peaked. You know, you got to keep improving week after week, and you keep getting better and better. This year, especially with the extraordinary circumstances, it's it's even better for the Panthers. You know, you're, you're finding out your identity, and you're coming into your own right as the playoffs are, are going to be happening. So, I think, you know, from my perspective, when I look at Elder, I think they're an incredibly dangerous and deceiving team. What we're really going to find out coming up here is the, you know, all the coaches have to put in their rankings. Uh, I believe it's they have to get them in by like Sunday or Monday, and then they're going to vote, and all the voting for the playoffs is going to be done Wednesday. So in theory, this game, this is your last game to, to make some noise, so to speak, for the coaches to do their voting. And I think unless teams all do their homework, which – it's new. It's definitely new for, for a lot of these coaches voting uh, and to see how many guys do their homework with it. But a team like Elder, uh, their record does not tell you how good they are. I mean, no. the teams they played, like you said, LaSalle week one, uh, I mean, nobody expected Elder to be right there. I think a lot of people thought Elder was just going to get smoked uh, right off the bat, and Elder showed you what team, the type of team they are. And then the same thing against St. Xavier. You know, St. Xavier, uh, yeah, I mean, those are two two L's. But in both of those games, they fought and they played hard, and they just showed that they are a very dangerous football team. And when it gets to the playoffs, we know all you got to do is put together one football game at a time. Yeah, and speaking of that, you know, the fact that next week they've got Indianapolis Cathedral, and uh, that's going to be a tough game. Got to go up to Indianapolis. Never easy to do that. The Irish do a, a great job, and they always welcome us to come. But uh, always a tough game. Yeah, it's absolutely a tough game. I mean, St. Xavier you know, uh, has played them uh, uh, before, uh, you know, just constantly. They are a very tough football team. It's a great battle, you know, and that's another thing, too. You know, they're always willing to, to play. They're, they're calling you, uh, and they're interested. And it's a great opportunity for us as well just to get guys in the bus, get them going and moving. You know, in previous years, that was an early week. So it's nice to kind of get one of them a, a big road trip you know, out of the way, and, and I mean, that's just one of their bigger issues, and LaSalle tonight, I, I think, is taking on Indianapolis Cathedral, so to be another GCL South matchup for them, and then they'll, they'll play Elder uh, the following week, so it's just, uh, they, they have a very tough schedule, they're a great team to add in, because it just gives you another tough opponent, uh, so that game next week will be big, but Tonight's a big game, too, with Walnut Hills, only their second game uh, this season. So it, it should be a very fun night to play 
Walnut Hills. Now, is looking at that, and it, how much of an issue is that for Walnut Hills, their second game, and having to go up against Elder tonight? Well, I think the big thing is, is I mean, they've been they've been prepping. I mean, they've been practicing, but you know, th- there's just a big difference from practicing to obviously coming into game time. So they had last week against Withrow, who they beat 24 to six, I believe, uh, and, and you know they got they got a couple of good players. Uh, I know they. Uh, got a few guys that got some college offers and some looks. I mean, they have plenty of talent. And last week is like a dress rehearsal. I mean, week one, if you've been sitting that long, you know how it's going to be. So it's nice to get to week two, get another game under your belt, make it really feel like normal again. Yeah, they uh, they won 24-6 to over Withrow, and they're coached by, you know, uh, the, the situation with Gary Beauchamp, who he – coordinated the offense in his third year here at uh, Walnut Hills, but he coordinated the offense at LaSalle, uh, helped them lead to three consecutive Division II state championships, also part of the 2006 Covington Catholic High School football staff as well. So he's got a tough job against, uh, you know, up against them, but he's got some good players. You mentioned Jack Reuter, Reuter rather, uh, 10 of 22, 119 yards last week. He had two touchdown passes. Caden Sawyer ran for 42 yards as well. So uh, a good, and Nick Presley caught a touchdown Five uh, catches for 64 yards in that game. Yeah, and he spread spread it around. You know, got 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 a good amount. He had 71 yards rushing last week, throwing the ball, uh, receiving stats 127 yards. So I mean, they you know they they, they went a little bit on, on both sides uh, uh, on offense, ran and pass, and just kind of getting into your mix again. That was. That was week one after sitting for all that time, you know. And after when you, it's it's kind of like you take a long bus ride. We always talk about that having to, having to get your sea legs in that first quarter. I mean, that's probably how last week's game felt. It had just been so long, and it just been waiting and waiting. So I think tonight you, you're going to see a different team than week one for the Eagles. I think you're going to see a team that. Uh, is going to be excited because it's senior night. This is their only home game, too, on their on their short schedule. So definitely want to make a good showing, too, uh, their only game tonight. There's only about 300 fans here, so it's going to be a real intimate atmosphere tonight at Walnut Hills. I will say the field is it looks great. It is a good place to off the Victory Parkway here. Very, very easy to get to. And uh, thanks to the Walnut Hills staff for getting us a spot tonight. I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with everything going on with social distancing, you never know when you walk into a stadium where you're going to be. You know, we've had teams that have been under tents uh, uh, with us under the press box and tonight because of their divisions up here within the press box they actually have little separate rooms we're able to be inside which which is nice because if you're outside you you can you can definitely hear that highway whine well with that being said the anthem's getting ready to be played we're going to come back with the coach's interview and uh, get everything here for tonight's game and keep in mind about that so you're listening to the mercy health orthopedic and sports medicine pregame show on the prep sports radio network Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly 
a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation. And they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Well, the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show continues, and I'm on the field with elder head coach Doug Ramsey. Now, coach fell behind early last week, but took their best punch, but nothing seemed to phase these kids. No, you know, we did a good job of rebounding. You know, it was it was not a you know not a pretty first quarter for us. Muller came out and played well, did a good job, and you know it got us in a little uh, throwback to their tailback out of the backfield. And you know, I thought they made a really good move, and um, they moved their quarterback to tailback, and and. That's his natural position. He did a really good job. But then, you know, like I said, our guys bounced back. We, we you know, you know, we, we didn't do anything in the first try. The second drive, we're kind of stalled. And then Drew gets to, you know, takes off on the punt. And from that point on, we really, we really went. You know, it was because I think well, we had seven possessions and five touchdowns. So you know, that's that's uh, we'll take that all the time. Yeah, that uh, that you mentioned about the punt, the, the fourth down call, that was that was great. And, and Drew had a offensively just a complete game, receiving and running. And Ben, you know, he continues to guide the offense in the passing, fourteen TDs, but no picks. Yeah, he's done a really good job. You know, uh, you think he's twenty three or twenty seven last week. You know, and you, and and it, and it doesn't seem like you know you come up to him like, ah, well, how do you do? Oh, he's twenty three or twenty seven. Like, are you kidding me? You know, so he's been he's been really really good and. And and so poised, so it's it's you know for for a guy playing in his first year, it's been he's been really really spectacular. You mentioned very quiet. He just continues to do the job. We said the same thing in the booth. It's just amazing his stats, and you don't even look at it. Yeah, you know, and he's and and, and nothing. He he's never too high, never too low. Just got a great quarterback mentality. Now, defensive side of the ball, last week Andrew Spinney and Austin Wantrup had a nice game, leading the way with six tackles apiece. Yeah, you know, I, I again early. We looked terrible on defense. You know, they're two scoring plays. We don't. We were man coverage, and they score. And then in the second one, it looks like we were allergic to tackling. You know, and uh, but after that, we, we you know we, we we gave up some yards, but uh, you know, but from that point on, we really kept them on the ends until till the very end of the game. So uh, so you know that's the thing. Just don't you know, the team's going to get first downs, get yards. If we prevent the big plays, keep them out of the end zone, then you know you always got you got a good chance. 
Now, uh, Walnut Hills tonight, they've only played one game, but what do we should, what do we look for tonight? Well, you know, they, they've got a young quarterback that's going to be a good player, a uh, nice little running back. Their offensive line, they've got one guy that's going to UC. They've got a you know, good offensive line, good scheme. They do a lot of things. Um, defensively, uh, pretty good size up front. I think their secondary is, is, is pretty good. I, I, you know, last week we thought, you know, we had a big advantage over Moeller in the secondary. Not so sure we've got the same kind of thing, a little bit bigger, a little bit more athletic than the Moeller guys. So uh, it should be a good test tonight. Now, uh, obviously, with a limited amount of fans, it doesn't matter where you're playing at this point. No, it doesn't. Um, you know, obviously, it'd be great to be at home and and because it was kind of hard. We only got 120 tickets, and we got a few more than 60 guys on the team, so that made it kind of hard to to divvy up the tickets. But you know, it was a game. We we you know we could have been left out in the cold and and, and not had a game. So this is a lot better than than sitting home tonight. Now, health wise, uh, David Larkin, what what do we look for tonight? He, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're we're in good shape. Uh, Marco's back to full speed, so I, I think we're we're at 100 percent tonight. Awesome. Well, good luck, and uh, you're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, elder class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and go Panthers. I'm Father Tom McCarthy of St. Anne's Parish in Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Cooper Electric, La Rosa's Pizza, The Urology Group, Rosart Pharmacy, Joseph Toyota, Robert Jones Plumbing, The Underground Sports Shop, Adam Schoester, Mercy Health and Orthopedics, Hoting Realty, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Red Wing Shoes, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Ron's Roost, and Wardway Fuels. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening, and welcome to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth for week five of the 2020 high school football season on the Prep Sports Radio Network. I'm Len Harvey, along with Phil Bengal. And tonight from Walnut Hills High School for the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com. Elder at 2-2, two two, they're taking on the 1-0 Walnut Hills Eagles. Elder took care of Moeller 35-22 to last week to go to 2-2. Two while Walnut Hills had their first game of the season with a 24-6 win over Winthrow as uh, senior wide receiver Nick Presley had five catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. Walnut Hills coached by Jerry Bochamp, who uh, into his third season as head coach of the varsity football team, he has been coaching football in Cincinnati area for the past 22 uh, years. Before being named head coach in 2017, Bochamp converted, uh, coordinated the offense at LaSalle High School and helped lead the program to three consecutive division state two state championships also part of the 2006 covington catholic high school football staff and won a kentucky 3a state title that year now phil bangle it's friday night 
It is a gorgeous evening for football. It doesn't get much better than this. And they were going to have no game. Coach talked about the importance of that, having this game tonight. Right. It's a big fine to get Walnut Hills to play with uh, canceling the game from uh, Life Christian Academy in Virginia. Uh, just smart right now with uh, with everything that's going on. So, therefore, to find this game just up the road, get you another game, not have to sit around for two weeks, wait until you play Cathedral, uh, it is big. I mean, you don't you want to kind of fly off that momentum. And, and you want to be able to continue when you get in the game mode like this. It's great to be able to get those practices in and keep executing as the week goes on uh, and to come back after a big emotional win against Moeller and play the Walnut Hills Eagles, you know, get your road game in too. Uh, this is going to be a nice night. It's, it's perfect weather, great, great field, great setup here. Panthers in all white today, so it's going to be a fantastic game. Yeah, the white jerseys tonight. Uh, meanwhile, of course, uh, you're looking at the other the other guys in, in, in Walnut Hills, and they're in their dark navy jerseys, kind of like uh, a little bit like a, a San Diego Charger type of, of blue uh, there, or excuse me, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, right? I'm sorry, I'm old school with the San Diego. But anyway, they look a little like that with the white helmets. They've got the uh, Walnut Hills. Uh, but they've got to be excited. You know, Coach Bochamp has got to be excited to play Elder tonight. This is, you know, he's familiar with the GCL South. Yeah, and also just... We talked about it in the pregame. I mean, it's week two for them. You know, it's week two for them. It's week five for Elder. So it's a, that's another experience in the fact that, you know, they get to actually come out and play another game. So, I mean, that's got to be fantastic for Walnut Hills. Last week they played Withrow, you know, got one under their belt. And the Panthers come into this game after playing Moeller last week. Ben Hamilton continues to put up great numbers at quarterback, 70 of 91 for 1,126 yards. He's leading the GCL South right now in passing. Scotty Neiman's leading the GCL South in receiving with 418 yards. The Panthers offense last week had to really come through after some early scores by Moeller, but they showed you know, that they have the ability to answer the call. And Elder's defense continues to do what they have to do to get wins. I mean, if you you might make a mistake too, or here or there, but the thing is, is that that defense continues to be relentless and come up with plays when they matter. Well, tonight's uh, Wardway Fuels game time temperature is a robust 78 degrees, and you couldn't get better than that uh, for this, the September 25th, to get a, a weather like that, almost uh, summer-ish like uh, tonight. Yeah. Yeah, except I'm a big guy, so I prefer when it gets a little bit cooler, this, these warm temperatures, you know. I know. I'm, I'm over it. It is a little bit warm up here in the booth. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home and business and heating needs. Gas grows, pool supplies, and also are available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. And we're getting ready to start this one. Elder is going to be in their white jerseys with the white pants, the purple stripe along the side, the white helmet, and the purple uh, the purple in the middle of the helmet. Meanwhile, they're going from right to left as Walnut Hills will set up and going from left to right as we get ready to start this one here in right off of Victory Parkway in Cincinnati. Walnut Hills. And getting ready. It'll be Mueller to kick this one off. It's going to be a short kick taken about the 32 by Walnut Hills, and they'll just fall on it right around the 32-yard line. So a quick, uh, just a small squib kick for, for, for excuse me, for Elder to start off. Yeah, just kind of get the see if you catch Walnut Hills off guard a little bit on, on their special teams. You might get something out of it, but at the same time, too, you keep it away from you know a big, long, dangerous return to start off. So Elder's defense, you know, going to be starting here, uh, coming out 
like we said last week, you know, Moeller was able to jump on him. So after last week, I don't think Walnut Hill is going to be able to do that. I'm looking for a, a big three and out. So uh, Bostic lines up wide to the right side. They line up in a shotgun formation. They've got Reuter at quarterback. They line up at the 32-yard line, 34, rather, at first down. We've got a little bit of a, a legal procedure. Uh, Nick Presley was moving, but I think this one is going to go on the defense, and it does. Yeah, we're just going to get get encroachment on the defense on the end, just just jumping in, getting a little, little, little antsy, a little pregame jitters. And they'll set up a first and five now at the 39-yard line. Walnut Hills going from left to right. They'll line up in the shotgun formation. And setting up is Reuter at quarterback. They go in motion to the right. Reuter steps up, throws. It is complete at the 41, but he's taken down. And that was Nick Presley got it, but a good uh, play that time by uh, for Elder. It was Chris Kamer. Uh, well, Bartley Thomas came up. Yeah, Bartley Thomas playing on the close side tonight. He came up and got a big close on that real fast. So it's a, it's a very short second down because of the penalty, but instead of it being a much bigger gain, we're only looking at that one being a second and three. So Panthers defense still has the opportunity to make this a, a, a difficult third. Three wide receivers to the left for Walnut Hills, two to the right. Empty backfield for Reuter, setting up with a second and three from uh, the 39, and they go in, and it's a quarterback keeper. He gets to the 44, maybe the 45-yard line before he's taken down by Jack Willenberg. Yeah, Jack Willenborg kind of, they were able to get a split up the middle of the field, and Willenborg had to come in over the side, also lining up at the stand-up position on the outside end, Joey Stemmler. Uh, so just trying a, a little bit of a different look, but they went ahead and picked up first down. First down yardage gets him to the 44, first and 10 for Walnut Hills, just underway, 11.04 to go in the opening quarter. Two wide receivers left, one to the right. They go in motion and now setting up, and they give it to the up back in the middle. He gets to about the 50-yard line. That's Sawyer, the running back, uh, right about midfield, the 49-yard line for Walnut Hill. So, again, a five. Samari Freeman lining up at nose, got a good push there, which made the running back really at the pause and jump outside. Nicholas Paff came up to, to make a play for the Panthers. So, Freeman, you know, we don't hear his name a lot because he's kind of the guy in the middle and people are running around him. But on that one, he was able to get the center to stand up. Second down and seven. They mark it right around the 40. Uh, check, check that. That's right around the 48-yard line. Uh, they have it wrong on the scoreboard here. Three wide receivers to the left and two to the right. Shotgun for Reuter setting up for Walnut Hills. 10-18 to go in the opening quarter. No score. They set up now, and it's looking as Reuter looking down the field. Throws it. It is complete to the 38-yard line of Elder, and that was Nick Presley for Walnut Hills. Yeah, Luke Flowers was close in coverage there, but didn't get there in time to make a play on the ball. Only enough to be there right on a catch. So Walnut Hills offense, after that taking advantage of the offsides on Elder, took a short short uh, second down and have turned this into the flip in the field onto the Panthers. 9.58 to go here in the opening quarter. First and 10 for Walnut Hills. They mark it at the Elder 39-yard line. Three wide receivers off to the left, two to the right. They go in motion that time with Presley to give to him across the 40 and gets to about the 39-yard line. So right back to the line of scrimmage. Elder does a good job of uh, getting that play, and Andrew Spinney made the tackle. Yeah, Luke Luke Flowers, J.T. Miller kind of came up to help clean it up. Luke Flowers is the first guy there on the outside. He dove and missed it. And, you know, Coach Ramsey talked about that last week a couple of times. You know, tackling was a little bit suspect, and that was one there. Flowers kind of dove, tried to take out his legs, but enough Panthers were there to kind of clean it up. But they do mark it as a loss. Yeah, it's going to be back. Uh, they're going to mark it at the 39-yard line. It'll be second down and about 10. We've got 9-10 to play in the opening quarter. 
There is no score here at Walnut Hills High School. Two wide receivers off to the left. Now three to the right. Reuter in at quarterback. And now they go in motion. They fake it. Reuter's going to throw. He steps back. He gets hammered, but it's complete across the 30 to the 27-yard line. Nick Presley got open, but the quarterback took a hit. Yeah, spinning was it. Came through untouched, but didn't get there fast enough. Uh, Reuter was able to stand up in the pocket and make a great throw downfield to Presley and pick up the yards. So you can obviously see, you know, that's that's what they want to go to. Elder wasn't there in coverage. He was able to find a hole and sit down. So Presley last week had two or I'm sorry, didn't have two, had five, five catches, and he's almost got to that total already. Right about there, yeah, he's got it. So it's a, they mark it at the Elder 27-yard line. So Walnut Hills doing a good job so far in their first drive, first and 10 at the 27. They line up three wide to the left. They go in motion with one to the right side, and now it's Reuter back to throw at his 33, and it is complete to the sideline to the 35-yard line. Nick Paff got him on the stop, and that was uh, Sawyer on the reception for Walnut Hills. Nothing downfield. The defensive backs did a good job downfield. The line was starting to get some pressure, and Sawyer just leaked out enough to pick up a couple of yards. Nicholas Paff forces him out of bounds, but good cover downfield as Reuter wanted to throw that ball uh, down and then that pressure came so he had to get rid of it pretty quick. They move it right around the 25 yard line so a second down and eight for Walnut Hills at the 25 of Elder. Three wide receivers off to the right side with 848 to go and no score here in the first quarter. Shotgun for Reuter stepping up looking at his 31. Throws it down to the left side. It is incomplete. Almost intercepted on the left side and uh, that was JT Miller I believe on the left side. Yeah JT Miller sat there it was trying to be a double move up the sideline. The problem was, though, is on that play when Presley tried to make his double move, I think when he turned around, he, the sun was right in his eyes right there. So he really lost where he was, and he went downfield. Reuter threw the ball, and it just floated. J.T. Miller almost came up with the interception. It really put uh, Presley on defense. Third down and eight. The ball spotted at the Elder Panther 25-yard line. Reuter's shotgun. He's back at his 30-yard line. One to the left side. Now looking right, looking Reuter, throwing. It is incomplete right over the middle. That was intended for Bostic, the wide receiver. That was incomplete, so that's good news there. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Underground Sports Shop, providing the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they can make your business organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner Sean Mason sports this broadcast and elder football, 513-751-1662. That's the Underground sports shop 837 to go here in the opening quarter it is a fourth down coming up for walnut hills and of course they're going to go for it here at the 25 yard line three wide right one make that yeah one to the left side they've got one in the backfield in sawyer shotgun for reuter at the 30 steps back at his 29 throws it's incomplete across the middle intended for bostic and the Panthers do a good job. They held, and the Panthers will get the football back. Luke Flowers helps to break that out, break that one up with some decent pressure up front, too, so that they really couldn't sit. So at that position, the Panthers, that's what we talked about with their defense. You know, at, at the start of it, they have a rough start, get the offsides, and they, they kind of throw the ball on them, get them on their heels a little bit, and they went to the air throughout that entire drive.
drive, but then the Panthers defense locked down, gets a stop, turn, get make forced turnover on downs, and now we get to see that Elder offense. 8.33 remaining in the first quarter. There is no score between Elder and Walnut Hills. Elder gets their first possession. Three wide receivers to the left side. Now looking, Hamilton's going to pitch it to the left side. It's Cooper Johnson across the 25 to the 30. 35, and he's caught down at around the 37-yard line, and that time was uh, number nine, Nick Presley on the tackle for Walnut Hills. And great blocking outside on the edge uh, for the Elder Panthers. Receivers getting involved in it. Lyman down there created a nice lane for Cooper Johnson to pick and get upfield. That's the other thing that you just mentioned. So you said Presley out there makes a tackle. A lot of players on Walnut Hills are going to go both ways, and it's that is not what you want, to be out there on that long drive and then all of a sudden turn the ball over and have to come right back out against this Elder offense. Lance Neville going to line up as a wide receiver to the right side. They've got three now to the right. they got Larkin in as a tight end. They move. It's Ramsey going to take it. Ramsey goes wide. Ramsey looking gets to about the 39-yard line, back to the line of scrimmage, if that, and the tackle by Glenn of Walnut Hills. And just not a lot going on there. Just couldn't get around the edge. Elder could never really kind of secure the shoulder and get past. So the Panthers, second down and 10, no gain, no loss on that play. So uh, nothing too bad, but you would have liked to have seen a little bit more after Cooper Johnson finds that lane early. Hopefully the elder line can, can start to open those things up. Ramsey lines up as a wide receiver to the left side. Hamilton in the pistol. Now looking, he's rolling to his left side and looking down the field to the left side. He's got Neiman. Neiman at the 30. It's complete inside to Walnut Hills territory at the 30-yard line. The tackle by number 15, and that was Burrell for Walnut Hills. That's Scotty Neiman's 17th catch, 17th catch of the year. Like we said, he's leading the GCL South in receiving yards, and that was one where Ben Hamilton came out and, and just looked downfield to see, looked down at the numbers to see if he had Ben Hamilton. If not, he would have had Drew Ramsey in the short field. First and 10 at the Walnut Hills 30-yard line for Elder. They set up with 6.50 to go in the quarter. They look to the right. It is incomplete. Oh, no, caught by Ramsey at the 23-yard line. I cannot believe wow. he got he actually caught that on the ground as he fell. Yeah, that one looked like it was going to go over his head. It's kind of the, the same same play last time running downfield. So you had Ramsey just run you know, out towards the hashes, head towards the numbers, just run a little out route. But that ball sailed, and he just went up with one hand and pulled that in and made the catch. So now it's second and five. That's a five-yard gain, one of the, and it's a big catch right at the 25-yard line. 6.18 to go in the quarter. No score. One wide receiver to the left side of Neiman. And now looking, and now it's give to Cooper Johnson at the 15. He gets to the about the 10-yard line. A gain of 15 for Cooper Johnson right around the 10-yard line. He continues to impress. Great blocking up front by the Panthers. They had a hat on a hat on the offensive line and getting to that second level uh, off of the, the front four and then going and getting their push. So Wanted Hills really didn't have much of an answer. Cooper Johnson just running downhill on him. So Elder's got him pinned now on the 10. 5.55 remaining in the first quarter. No score on the 11-yard line. First and 10. Here's going to be Ramsey inside the 10. He's to the 5. Goes outside into the end zone. Touchdown. Drew Ramsey, 11 yards, and it's 6-0 Panthers. And that, that one, the, those last two plays right there just look dominating from an offensive line standpoint. Just got to the right spots, got their hips in the right positions, turned the guy's shoulders, able to get a nice push and open up those running lanes for Cooper on a previous and then there for Drew Ramsey to get that football into the end zone. So that's Drew Ramsey's fifth rushing, rushing touchdown of the season.
I believe that's touchdown 11 now for him, too. He's got uh, on the receiving side, too. So this is uh, Mueller will look to add this extra point, and the kick is up with the right foot. The referee indicates that it's good. And with 5.46 to go in quarter number one, it is the Elder Panthers 7, and Walnut Hills Eagles nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth tonight. We are at Walnut Hills, Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Joining here tonight, the Elder Panthers score and an 11-yard touchdown run by Drew Ramsey, which wasn't even the most impressive play on that drive. It was his catch uh, falling down one-handed. It looked like it was over his head. It was a five-yard gain, probably inconsequential, but it, it made uh, a difference on our It's a momentum play. I mean, that's one of those plays you don't think is going to happen. You know, that ball leaves Ben Hamilton's hands, and it looks, ah, man, I got that. You know, I threw overthrew it. But your receiver goes and makes a play, so that also gives you confidence, uh, you know, as a quarterback. And it, it really helps more than you know. And the kick by Mueller, Thacker back at his 10, and he gets to the 15, to the 20. He's out to the 25, 30, a little bit of room across the 35. He gets to the 40, and Galen Mitchell got him right around the 41-yard line. Yeah, Galen Mitchell. Galen Mitchell got him and tossed him down pretty good on that one, but not after a, a big return back to get that football up to the 42-yard line is where they're going to mark this one. So the Panthers' defense last time out started off a little bit slow but then picked up. So let's see after Coach Curran and the staff talk to them on the sideline uh, about maybe a couple minor adjustments or just maybe just some, hey, let's keep at it. We got our game plan. You saw how it worked. You know, So now we're going to see that here as the Eagles come out. And they line up wide to the right. T.J. Nelson is going to get a chance for Walnut Hills. He's lining up wide left. They've got one other wide receiver to the left side and one to the right. And now it's going to be a direct snap, and that's outside. Going to be the 45, the 50, and he's out into elder territory at the 47-yard line. And that Nick Presley does everything. Yeah, Presley's out there, but there's a lot of laundry on the field right at about the center. You're going to have holding here on Walnut. So a couple of Panthers, you know, again, shoulders going one way, jersey going another. Pretty easy toss uh, up front. So that big game by Presley is going to be negated here right at the middle of, at the middle of the field. Portions of tonight's elder game sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster. Ted Lucian and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner, practitioner with Morgan Stanley, currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. to go in the opening quarter. Elder with a 7-0 lead over Walnut Hills, and they're going to bring this one back, Phil, to the 32-yard line. First and 20. In fact, when Samari looked over towards our area, you could see his jersey at top of it's going one way and the bottom's going another. So they'll, they'll, they will set up with one wide receiver to the left and two to the right side. They go a shotgun formation. This time it's going to be Presley in the backfield. Presley's going to play quarterback. little run and shoot here, and he gets across the 35-yard line. A gain of three, maybe four on that first down carry uh, for Presley. Luke Flowers gets the tackle for the Panthers, gets off his block real quick, just comes down on the outside and makes a, a diving tackle 
to bring them down. So it's still a second and long. You know, Panther defense is a big down. If you can hold them here and force them into a third and long, that really limits them on their playbook. They line up with Presley to the left side this time, so they go back to Reuter, the sophomore at quarterback. Two wide receivers to the right, second down and 16 for Walnut Hills at their own 36. And Reuter gets it at about the 28, and he's throwing down the field. we got a flag down, and it's intercepted. It's up there for Bartley Thomas. Thomas is going to try to run this one back, and he's going to be tackled at the 42-yard line uh, as Presley caught up with him. Oh, check that. That was... uh, Number four, and that was Bostic who caught up with. Uh... Yeah, let's see what this flag is here. I don't know if they they might be calling it on Elder uh, the way that Walnut Hills is signaling. Yeah, we got holding on the Panthers on the outside there, so that is going to be a penalty. So that interception is going to going to be negated. Walnut Hills is going to get the football back. Elder did a good job with pursuit too to make Reuter really make that throw on the run towards the sideline. Barley Thomas comes up with the interception, but that's gone away. Panthers can't come back out on defense as they walk this one off. Now, Ron's Roost and Restaurant Pub in Western Landmark for over 60 years. They're out. They are proud to support elder football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, the Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerbraten, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw, and cream pies. They're in Racetown and Bridgetown. Ron's Roost, they're clucking good. And they'll move the football. Let's see where they finally do it for the... For Walnut Hills, and they're going. I think it's going to be right around midfield, and they they keep walking it off. Let's okay. see. You're going to put it at about the 46. So yeah. you're not going to pick up a first down here. Uh, you know, it's still going to be second down. Uh, so still manageable for Walnut, but at the same time, the Panthers have opportunity get another stop, get force a third down. Second down and six. They mark it as you mentioned at the 46-yard line. 4-10 to play here in the opening quarter. Elder with a seven-nothing lead. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. They look, and now Presley goes in motion. The look to the right. It's Presley, and it is incomplete. And he had about the 42-yard line, so incomplete. It'll be third down coming up for Walnut Hills. Yeah, just nothing doing on that play. Good pressure up front force, forces Reuter to throw the football uh, a little bit you know, awkward out there and Presley just can't really come up with the ball. Almost made a play but he would have been down at the line of scrimmage. So they'll mark it a third down and six with 3.59 to go in the opening quarter. Elder with a 7 nothing lead. Walnut Hills going from left to right. They line up with, Pre- with Presley to the left side. Three wide receivers to the right. Shotgun formation for Reuter. Reuter, the sophomore, backs up at his 40. Now looks to throw. It is incomplete. It was intended for Bostic, and that uh, was not uh, for not Flowers on the coverage for, for Elder. Yeah, Flowers and Sabato just right there, but that ball just went through his hands, dropped to the turf. So they're going to go ahead and come out and punt on this one, and that's going to be Peterson. Drew Peterson's going to come out uh, four punts last week, averaging about 37 yards a punt. And they set up now as he had, as you mentioned, that's Peterson. Will go, he'll line up backfield at his uh, 31-yard line. Flowers is back at his 15 from left to right with 3.55 to go here in the opening quarter. Elder with a 7 nothing lead. Here comes the punt, and Peterson steps up into it. He's got a fair catch called for by Flowers at the 24-yard line. So the Panthers will have the football at the 24-yard line. And Kelsey Chevrolet is your West Side full-service Chevy dealership. Proud supporter of Elder Sports on the radio. Now Kelsey Chevrolet, lifetime powertrain protection. See you all Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg. Or KelseyChev.com, C-H-E-V.com. 348 remaining 
here in the opening quarter. But Elder, on their last drive, they uh, they scored a touchdown. It was a seven, 11-yard touchdown by Drew Ramsey. Yeah, and the Elder offense, again, we know they have all their weapons. The offensive line looked really to be kicking on all cylinders on those last two two possessions of the football. So let's see if they come out here. And they'll line up with three wide receivers to the left side. They go in motion. It's Hamilton going to give it to Cooper Johnson across the 25 and right around the 26-yard line, maybe a gain of three on first down for Cooper Johnson. Yeah, and that's a good – I mean, I think that's a good one. You know, test the waters up the middle, see if you get that pushed. Also, too, see how Walnut Hills' defense has adjusted. So now you find out how they have adjusted to Cooper Johnson running the football, and now maybe the next, next player, maybe third down, you might see Ben Hamilton look to get that football back in the air. Second down and seven for the Panthers. 3.20 to play. First quarter, they lead it 7 to nothing over Walnut Hills. Two wide receivers to the left, three to the right. Empty backfield for Hamilton. Uh, setting up. Shotgun. Now looks right. Rolling right. Hamilton's got time. Throws complete at around the 30-yard line. And it's Ramsey, and Ramsey gets about four. It'll be third down coming up for the Panthers. Pretty decent pressure by Walnut Hills on that, on the outside when he booted to enable Hamilton. He had to make a quick read and get that ball out to Ramsey. So it's a third and short, still third and very manageable here. This offensive line should easily be able to pick that up. So pretty confident as far as the offense goes, but just a little stale on those first two plays. 2.38 remaining here in the opening quarter. Hamilton lines up as a wide receiver, this time to the left and one to the right. It's Ramsey at a quarterback, back at his 25. He's going to run it across the 30. He's got room. He's getting outside, 35-40. He's got a burst of speed, 45, and he's out about the 49-yard line as Walnut Hills on the tackle was number 15, and that's going to be Isaiah Burrell. And a whole host of Eagles helped kind of force Ramsey to finally, you know, step out of bounds on that one as he popped to the outside. Good blocking up the middle, but he was able to get outside on that and, and make a big play. And I think we got got an official's timeout here. Uh, I think it. Yeah, can't tell if it's an if injured player. Yeah, an injured player couldn't see him down there on the sideline. Somebody who just got uh, legs caught up. As there are about five or six Eagles uh, chasing down Drew Ramsey on that one, but he's up on the play. Uh, and that is number 15, Isaiah Burrell, made a tackle. He's actually up on the play, uh, walking under his own power over to the bench. Okay, and that's good news there. And those Elder Panthers will set up a first and ten, and they'll line up with Neiman and Larkin to the right side, and Ramsey to the right. It's Hamilton at quarterback. He's got Cooper Johnson to his left on a first and ten at the 48. They give to Cooper. Cooper is going to cross the 49 right to midfield. He gets a little bit of a, of a push uh, before he is tackled. Right up by number 35 of, and it's Avery Wyatt. Walnut Hills not really fooled on that one. A lot of guys got upfield, got past their blocks, and made a play. Cooper Johnson forced that, that two-yard pickup. I mean, it looked like it probably should have been at the line of scrimmage or maybe a little bit of a loss, but he's able to pick up here. So maybe look to see if the Panthers get some good pass protection to maybe get, get, get a ball downfield. Second and eight from the 50 with a minute 45 to go in the opening quarter. It's going right. It's, uh, it's Hamilton's going to step up. He's going to be sacked right around the 45-yard line. So Walnut Hills does a good job. They get to the quarterback and the tackle by number 10, Tyrese Thacker. And so Walnut brought brought a, brought a blitzer. Uh, we had a linebacker coming up, running in. So everybody was covered. 
downfield, everybody was covered as Ben Hamilton stepped up into the pocket. That pocket collapsed on him right away, so he didn't know where to run at all. Walnut Hills defense does a good job forcing a long third down. Third down and 13 for Elder. They'll set up at the 45-yard line. Three wide receivers to the right, a minute eight to play in the quarter, leading 7-0. Hamilton throwing to the right side, and he's got Ramsey, but it's incomplete. Ramsey dove all the way to the sideline, but unfortunately could not come up with it. It'll be a fourth down coming up here, uh, but I think we'll see uh, if if they try to pooch kick this one here right around the 50-yard line, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see on that one. Just not enough getting getting the ball outside. You know, Hamilton was under some pressure, so the Panthers you know, going to line up. Ben Hamilton's going to be back to kick this one, uh, and, and so we'll see what the Panthers do here. Yeah, they um, there is no one back for Walnut Hills here. It's almost like they don't think they're kicking this one. Fourth and 13. He's back at his 30, Hamilton is. It's at the 45 with a minute three to go in the opening quarter. The snap, Hamilton runs to his right. He does kick it. It's a short kick, and it's going to bounce it around the 36-yard line of Walnut Hill. So we'll see, right? Maybe they mark it at the 35. No, they are going to mark it right around the 36-yard line. Yeah, and so that one there was on film. Walnut Hill saw it. The Panthers had run that fake before, so they go ahead and just crowd the line and force the Panthers to punt, knowing that they if they're doing it on the move, it's not going to be a booming punt uh, up there. <clears throat> Snapping on that one, too. Lance Neville uh, was in on the long snap on that one. Back to Hamilton, and it was had a little bit of a short hop to it. Didn't get back there all the way, so Hamilton had to punt under pressure. But still, here comes that elder defense who's done a good job of keeping Wanted Hills' offense from moving the football since that last, since that first drive. Setting up a first and ten for Walnut Hills at the 36-yard line. Line up with one wide receiver to the right in Bostic. The quarterback is Reuter, the sophomore. He lines up shotgun. He's got uh, Sawyer to his right. And now the fake to Sawyer. Back is Reuter to throw down the field. He's double teamed, and it's incomplete. Good defense by the Panthers. J.T. Miller, uh, and also it was uh, Austin Wanstrott. Yeah, Miller and Wanstrott just got a little hand fighting there as the ball came. Both guys in Presley, too, kind of pushing each other. Uh, hands off. No body cannot contact, anything like that. But when the ball finally came, he had to lay out for it. But Reuter was able to sit back in his pocket and sit. Just sit back uh, real comfortably and throw that football. So, well, you know, maybe I, I'm sure the defense probably sees that a little bit. Get a little more pressure. Don't let them throw that long ball downfield because right now it seems like it's Presley is, is, is the guy. That's, that's who we're throwing the football to, uh, and that's who we're running the football. Two wide receivers for Walnut Hills to the right on this second down and 10 from the 36. They've got one running back in the backfield, the, the give to him, and that's going to be Sawyer. And Sawyer is going to get up to around the 40-yard line. So a gain of about four with 38 seconds remaining in this opening quarter. 7 nothing. Panthers on top. Eight business owners frustrated with your computer and network systems. Get help from the pros at Fuller Information Technology. Computers, networks, phone systems. Contact 71 Elder Grad Tom Waltner at Fuller to get the help you need. Check them out on the web at fullerinfotech.com, a proud supporter of Elder Football. 17 seconds. We'll see if they can get a playoff before the end of this first quarter, but fill a very fast pace. Yeah, and I think they're going to go ahead and, and take this one. They didn't set the play clock till late enough to where we're going to go ahead and go on to the second quarter here. That is, and the Elder Panthers have the lead. 7 to nothing at the end of one quarter of play here at Walnut Hills, Hills High School. You're listening to the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. 
The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengel. We're at Walnut Hills High School getting ready to start the second quarter of play. Elder with a 7-0 lead. Thanks to Drew Ramsey with an 11-yard touchdown run, his 11th touchdown of the season. And the Panthers have the lead, 7-0 here. Walnut Hills uh, decided to kind of just let the quarter run out after with 18 seconds left. And now they'll set up a third down and 7 at the 39. They go from right to left here in the second quarter. Three wide receivers for Walnut Hills to the right side and one to the left side. Make that two now. So they end up with an empty backfield for Jack Reuter, the sophomore quarterback. At his own 35, he steps back in, looks to throw. And now the blitz, he throws it down the field and is incomplete to the left sidelines. Good defense that time by the Panthers. Galen Mitchell uh, got a good stop and actually checked that that's Bartley Thomas off there on the left. Yeah, and it said Larkin's got a good push up front. Paff was in there. Uh, Spinney was in there, too, to force Reuter to throw downfield. So Peterson's going to come back out for another punt here. Flowers will be back on this one. Flowers is back, and he's going to step back at right around the 27-yard line. And Peterson will step out his 25 to punt this one away. Fourth down and seven for Walnut Hills. They spot it at the 39, 11.54 to go. Second quarter, Elder with a 7-0 lead if you're just joining us on an 11-yard touchdown run by Drew Ramsey. And this is a high end-over-end kick, and it's going to bounce at uh, out of bounds at around the 23-yard line. We'll see where they actually mark it. It was uh, did not hit the field at all, just went out of bounds. Panthers real heavy on the, on the left side. Uh, left side of the defense line, right side of the kicking team. Uh, put a lot of pressure. Almost got to the kicker. Almost got three guys right about there. They also did a great job of avoiding him on that kick. Nobody you know, ran into him or hit him or anything like that. So look for maybe the Panthers next time. Next time there's a punt. Might be a little more pressure there as that looked like the floodgates opened. And they're going to mark it at the 33-yard line. So it went out of bounds before the 23. So 33-yard line, three wide for Elder. And now it's going to be Ramsey running it across the 35, and he gets to the 38, maybe the 39-yard line. A gain of about six on first down, but Ramsey continues to get those yards. Yeah, and Isaiah Williams brings down Ramsey on the play, but really, I mean, he just caught him. He got in Ramsey's way and was able to just ball him up like, like a cartoon and just kind of roll end over end with him. Uh, not so much of a tackle as more of a just, you know, I got in the way and I tied you up, so Ramsey rolling. Second down and three for the Panthers. They mark it at the 40-yard line, three wide to the right. And now they give up the middle. And it's going to be Cooper Johnson across the 43-yard line, a gain of three. And Schmidt heating and cooling, well, football season always begins hot and humid like it is now. And it finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt heating and cooling wants to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Schmidt heating and cooling at 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. And we'll give you the straight answers and help you with what you're looking for in your system. Schmidt heating and cooling is proud to support elder football 11 minutes left here in the second quarter the panthers on top seven to nothing they have a first and 10 now at the 44 yard line 
as Cooper Johnson got the first down there. Two wide receivers to the left side. It's going to be Hamilton rolling to his left at his 35 at the 37. Throws it down. He's got Neiman complete at the 25. He's out of bounds at the 23-yard line. But Scotty Neiman continues to get open into Wintonwood's, excuse me, Walnut Hills territory. Yeah, Ben Hamilton takes that boot, rolls out to his left side, and just kind of gets on the move. And Scotty Neiman gets downfield and gets open. I mean, just... Really, I mean, his size doesn't have to get too much of it. Just get enough space so the quarterback can get him a ball. And Ben Hamilton with another great pass downfield. So Elder's offense is keeping this defense on their heels. First and 10. They mark it at the 23. And now it's Ramsey. Ramsey inside the 25 and gets to the 20-yard line, a gain of about three with 10-20. But we have a flag down. That's, that's a ball marker. It keeps, oh, it, keeps, it keeps messing me up, too. They keep throwing it forward right after the play, and I keep thinking, here comes laundry, because it's always in the area of holding after a lot of these runs, but they keep throwing it, like, right, and, and then the and next ref has to go place it. Either I'm colorblind. It looks just like the yellow flag, too. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it is. Second down and seven for the Panthers. They mark it at the 20. They line up with two wide receivers left side and one to the right. They go in motion with Larkins. He lines up as a wide receiver now. Ramsey in motion. A lot of motion here. They give up the middle to Cooper Johnson. Inside the 20 to the 15-yard line. A gain of five. It'll be a short third down coming up for the Panthers with 9.40 to play here in the second quarter. 7-0. Panthers on top. And so as Elder gets, you know, these drives in where they're moving the ball down the field, they get that big play, but then they just go run, run, run. They're pounding you here. You know, that's where you were going to find out how Wanted Hills is going to be as we get into the second half with all these big player these players who are in their skill positions on offense having to also play both ways on defense setting up with 918 to play here in the second quarter third down and three for the Panthers it's going to be Ramsey Ramsey inside the 15 to the 10 and he's going to get inside to around the six yard line a gain of 10 for Drew Ramsey and a first down for the Panthers it'll be first and goal coming up Hoding Realty is proud to bring you elder Panther football the next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one call one of these elder grads and Hoding team members Brian Baisley Steve Florian Rick Hoding Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call them right now at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at holding.com. First down and goal. They actually mark it at the 7. One wide left, two wide right, and now looking up the middle. Cooper Johnson inside the 5. Still moving, but he gets tackled at about the 3-yard line. A gain of 4. It'll be second down and goal coming up. So Cooper Johnson just fought on that one, just kept bouncing in, go back to the last one with Drew Ramsey. He was running up, looked like he wanted to bounce it outside and was able to basically make the linebacker make a decision. And he bit on the outside, so Drew Ramsey was able to take that inside lane. Cooper Johnson there just bruising up the middle. So a second a second down where we could see it again. Second down and goal at the three. Cooper Johnson again this time gets into the end zone for the touchdown. Three yards, Cooper Johnson, and the Panthers lead. 13 to nothing, pending the extra points. So Cooper Johnson, there it is again. Like we said, they're just going to pound that football and get it right up the gut as fast as they could and put that ball right in the end zone. We do have a quick score update, and this sounds very much like last week out at at St. X. Moeller is up 14 to nothing early in the second quarter. Wadstrott will hold this one by Mueller. And the kick is up with the right foot, and the referee signals good. So with 8.24 remaining in the second quarter, it's Elder 14. Walnut Hills nothing will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? 
Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, live at Walnut Hills High School, a Friday night football, a gorgeous evening for football, and the Panthers have a 14-0 lead. Drew Ramsey scored the first touchdown, 11-yard touchdown run in the first quarter, and this time Cooper Johnson goes three yards uh, right through the up the middle for a touchdown, and the Panthers leave it 14-0, 8-24 remaining, and they'll kick this one off. It's Mueller, and it's going to be a short kick, but it's going to be taken by Bostic and Bostic's going to run to about the 25, and he's taken down right around the 27-yard line. Uh, the Panthers got him there, so good tackle. Yeah, Chris Cameron, I think, was the one who, who finally wrapped him up on that play. So the Panthers' defense comes back out, and, and you know, Elders' defense, again, getting stops when they have to get stops, you know, and, and that's what it's all about. I mean, we're not necessarily going to dissect, you know, well, how many yards you give up in this, and you, you know you want to have those low numbers, but really what what you want to look at is, is how many times you stop in teams, you know, forcing punts on third downs. You know, you're, you're, you're making the plays when they need to be made. You know, as much as you'd like to get those three and outs all the time, sometimes it just doesn't work. So let's see if they come back out and they just keep going at, you know, Presley. First and 10 at the 27-yard line. We get a flag or stoppage right before the play with 8-18. I think they're going to say there was a timeout. La Rosa's makes it easy to order your favorite pizza on your smartphone or your tablet. Go to LaRosa's.com. Order online or download our mobile app at LaRosa's.com. And just a reminder, there is no post-game show tonight at La Rosa's on Boudinot. But that doesn't mean you can't stop in and say hi to Pam and everybody and Aaron uh, who do a great job servers over there. So make sure you tip them well tonight that we're not going to be there. Yeah, I, I really think, too, uh, I, I thought we got the change. I think we're back to restaurants uh, as long as they can still social distance. But yeah. the, they're back to the full capacity uh, in, in most regards. So, you know, yeah, hopefully people get out there and can su- support all those West Side establishments that uh, sponsor Elder Athletics and the Press Sports Radio Network uh, during during this rebound period. And next week we're on the road again, Phil. We're going up to Indianapolis to uh, – Watch uh, Indianapolis Cathedral and Elder at Arlington uh, Middle School, I think it is, over there. Nice little facility. We've been there before, and they do a good job. I, be- yeah. I believe it's going to be a grass field. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's 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 like a novelty nowadays. That is correct. A first and 10 at the 27-yard line for Walnut Hills. They set up now with Reuter shotgun formation. They look, and they give it up for Sawyer. Sawyer's going to spin outside. He gets to the 29 to the 30. He's out of bounds at the 30. Three-yard line, and uh, Kamer, uh, Chris Kamer got got him on the tackle. Yeah, Kamer gets him, push, just push him out of bounds. The Panthers uh, string it out, which looked like he was going to get the edge and, and definitely pick up a little bit more, uh, but still string it out and make this a second and short, which is something that, you know, the Panthers, we've seen them come up big and force that third down, uh, and Walnut Hills has struggled to convert those. Second down, they'll set up second down and two. At the 35-yard line, two wide receivers for Walnut Hills to the right, one to the left side. They line up with Presley in the backfield at quarterback this time. 
Presley's back at his 30. He's going to run it. He's across the 35 with a burst of speed out to the 39, 40-yard line, out of bounds. Maybe it might give him up to the 42-yard line, a gain of seven. That's a first down for Walnut Hills. Yeah, you're not going to catch Presley on that one. I mean, he, he had it in his mind that he was going to his right, and he was just sprinting to the sticks. If he get more, he took it. He just had a good angle. Elder was really spread out on that. So Walnut Hills picks up the uh, first down. And moves the ball. I mean, it's been a little while since they've really been successful moving the football, but it's been Presley. It's been the Presley show. Absolutely. Two wide receivers. They got one actually to the right, now two to the left. They line up shotgun. They go back with uh, Reuter at quarterback. And they actually check that. That's again going to be Presley. Presley's going to run it again across the 40. He's at the 45 and gets to the 47-yard line. And he was waiting, and there was Bartley Thomas, and he wisely went out of bounds. Yeah, just pushed him out of bounds. And, and you know, that one is good blocking on the outside by Walnut Hills. Presley's got a great first step. I mean, when he takes that football, he doesn't do it a lot. Some runners where they take that, that silly backward step before they go forward, he right away that first step he's off to the races and he takes off around the edge and it's just a matter of if his line can get get around on the outside in the last two plays they've done a very good job with that so let's see how elders you know the linemen those guys adjust to those those blocks now knowing that they're trying to get hooked on the outside second down and three they set up reuter this time in the backfield with the quarterback he's got one running back to the right one wide to the right one to the left side second down and three and they give up the middle that's going to be Caden sawyer gets to midfield and i think that should be pretty close to the first down marker if not already uh don't forget coming up at halftime it'll be the call banker Westshell halftime report now the guys that you're waiting for, the best show in the business, will not be here. They are on assignment. So you are stuck with Phil Bengel and myself to do the uh, po- the halftime show. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's definitely I mean, a downgrade. Definitely it's a downgrade. downgrade. It's yeah. not not unfortunate, but, I mean, yeah. it's it's not going to be as electric. No, not as electric. So we wish the guys well. Enjoy uh, the assignment tonight, and uh, hopefully we'll get you back uh, next week. Uh, 6.45 to go here in the opening half. It's a second quarter action, first and ten for Walnut Hills at midfield. They set up now the quarterback. He's going to give it to Caden Sawyer, and Sawyer gets back to the line of scrimmage if that with uh, six and a half left here in the second quarter, Elder with a fourteen nothing lead. Joey Stemmler on the on the tackle on that one. Andrew Spinney helps clean it up, but the Elders Elders defense made a big adjustment there. They really crowded the line. They they brought guys up and they just got a big push. Put too many guys in the box to to, to push up against Walnut Hills. They really did not have an answer. So Elders able to sneak through, but now you want to spread it back out. Second and ten from the fifty. Two wide right and one to the left side. Reuter quarterback rolls to his right. The blitz comes, and he just gets it off and complete across the 50-45 to Sawyer right around the 39-yard line of Elder. Caden Sawyer with a big play because the quarterback got hit as soon as he threw it. Yeah, and that was just a design screen pass down the field. Galen Mitchell makes a big tackle on that one. Doesn't really let Caden Sawyer get very far. as a little concern because... Ayub Adil got rolled up on on that one, got hit right there at the end. So he was a little slow to get up, but he, he popped back up for Walnut Hills. So they make it a third and very short. Third and one from the 41-yard line of Elder. Three wide to the right side. Quarterback goes under center. They got movement, and I think they got Elder to go in the neutral zone. As soon as they went under center right away, Elder got, was a little leaning a little too forward and, and just got a little excited and 
they picked up the first down without really ha- having a fight for it. I mean, now it's a third and short. I mean, there's a good chance they were going to get it anyway. I mean, that was kind of a fall forward third and short the way they marked it, but now fresh set of downs. First and 10 at the Elder Panther 35-yard line for Walnut Hills. The Eagles trailing 14 to nothing over Elder. One wide receiver to the left side and Nick Presley has had a good game. Two wide receivers to the right. Bostic is one of them. They line up wide with Bassett to the right side. Shotgun formation for the quarterback, Reuter. He's got Sawyer to his left side. And now looking, he steps, throws. It is complete to around the 33-yard line. And that was uh, number 28. And it's Berg, Brodley Brodley Berg, yeah, Brody Berg. We'll get that right. So that's tough to say that with a double B. Yeah, Berg Berg makes catch there. He had to go into the air. Bartley Thomas sniffed that one out real quick, so it was a short gain. So Bartley Thomas, we called his name a couple of times tonight. Second down and seven from the 32-yard line for Walnut Hill. Stepping up is Reuter. Now he's going to run it. He runs it across the 30, then inside the Elder 24-yard line. A gain of eight for the quarterback, Reuter. And a first down for Walnut Hills with 426. Cole Baker West Shell, two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home. And they're proud to continue servicing the West Side and their support of elder football. Colwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400. Visit them on the web at cbws.com and stay tuned for the halftime report, the Colwell Banker West Shell halftime report. Just a couple arm tackles there by the Panther defense. You know, problem they had against Moeller. I mean, you're reaching, and these guys, if they got speed, if you're just reaching for them and you're reaching where they were, they're not going to be there. First and 10 at the Panther 24-yard line. They call a timeout. We'll keep it here with 4.01 to play here in the second quarter. Elder with a 14-0 lead, but it looks like Walnut Hills getting uh, their sea legs under them a well, little bit. They have a powerful offense. I mean, last week I know it, it was 24-6. to You're not a ton of points, but they, ha- they have skill players. They have guys that can make big plays. I was talking to Coach Curran today a little bit about it, and, I mean, he did not downplay them at all. You know, sometimes people might automatically think it's Elder Walnut Hills, Ah, it's gonna, you know, gonna be a blowout, but he right away said they got, they did, you know, Coach Ramsey said it in a pregame show. They got some great skill guys, but at the same time, they do some good schemes up front with their blocking, so it really makes your defense have to continue to stay alert and react. We've seen Elder tonight, too, get caught twice, jumping off sides and giving them some free yardage. So they've done a good job capitalizing in those positions, but still haven't been able to find that end zone. But right now, with 401 remaining, it seems like their offense like you said, they're they're getting confident. They're there. I mean, they're just outside of the red zone. If they could maybe pick up this first down, they might be looking at getting some points up on the board. This is definitely in Peterson's field goal range too. So I mean, at least I mean, if they can they can move the football a little bit, they might get three up. So they're at the 24-yard line, a first and 10. They'll line up with one wide receiver to the right in Presley, one to the left side. Shotgun formation, Jack Reuter. He's got Sawyer to his right and setting up on this first down play. Rolling to his right, throwing down the field. It is complete and inside and fumbled into the end zone. Let's see. They're going to say he was down at the one-yard line. Nick Presley on the reception. He's a little slow to get up because he, he basically fell onto the football. And he's been doing everything, so he's probably a little winded. But great play just really right there. The Panthers brought the rush, but they went a real quick one, quick throw down the field, and they're going to get to the ball quick. Bostic is to the right side on this first and goal at the one-yard line. And they got movement. Looked like it could have been on the on right now Walnut Hills, but they're going to say it might be on Elder. Yeah, uh, 
He pointed the wrong way. It was going to be on the Panthers. So that ball's going to move up a, a hair. Yeah. I mean, it, it's already the beanbag's almost on the goal line. Uh, so it knows that a football is basically going to be right there, and they're probably going to go under center and just push this one in. First and goal. They'll set up at the one-yard line. Reuter under center this time and now pushes into the end zone, and they got a touchdown. So a one-yard touchdown run by Reuter, and the Panthers lead it 14-6, pending this extra point. And now we're going to get some laundry after the plate, too. I think we're going to get an unsportsmanlike probably on the Panthers uh, after that one. So, uh, yeah. Well, let's, uh, right. well, let's see. Let's, we'll see how they mark it. But um, the only reason I said I thought it was on the Panthers because I just saw a bunch of white jerseys where they threw the flag. Couldn't see any blue in there, but they haven't marked it yet. But... Walnut Hills took took advantage on that one, had a great great play on the previous down to throw the football, just get a quick slant route to Presley and get him moving, use that speed against Elder, and they pick up, be able to put the ball into the end zone like we talked about. They're, they're getting their confidence. Long conversation here with the officials about uh, what this call is going to be. Well, they haven't put the, the touchdown on the board, Phil. And they've got the offensive unit out there, including the quarterback. So I, I don't know what to think here. I mean, he clearly went into the end zone, but the flag came down after. Right. So I don't know what that. What yeah, I that think act- it would be after the play. So anything should be enforced on the on the kickoff. So let let's see, and maybe they're taking the points off the board here. Kind of interesting. Uh, again, the flag came after the play. Going over to talk to Coach Ramsey right now. Trying to figure out what this is. But in the meantime, Cooper Electric, proud to support all their football. Reliable service, prompt quality service, the hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrading your electrical service for the home or business. It's easy with Cooper Electric. And you can call them at 513-271-5000. Cooper Electric. And I still think they still have not put the points up on the board. I'm, I'm thinking they're taking this one off. Because the quarterback is coming on the field for... Flying last play, looks like offsetting personal fouls. Oh, okay. Well, now the kicker's coming out, so... After the touchdown. So it is after the touchdown. So we were right on that. So it's going to be Peterson looks to add the extra points. So they put the six on the board, and Peterson will get to add this extra point they put the snap down the kick is up and this one is up and good so with 329 remaining in quarter number two it's elder 14 walnut hill seven will take a timeout on the prep sports radio network Coding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. This time we're traveling. We're at Walnut Hills High School in Cincinnati. And the Elder Panthers have a 14-7 lead as Reuter uh, scored on a one-yard touchdown run. The quarterback after just went behind the offensive line. Plenty of laundry on the field, offsetting penalties, but it was after the touchdown. Yeah, it, yeah just getting a little bit of talking. Uh, and that, that thing, good thing, it does... I don't, it was nothing more than words. There was no pushing, but a referee's right there. So it all, to go ahead and, and kick, kick's going to be moved up. 
on this one here is that the penalty was on the Panthers. So this is gonna gonna move this up to the to the 45 on that one. So let's see how they line up and if they decide to try to kick a short one and get the football or. Uh, and this would be a time for the onside kick. We'll see at the 45, and they try it. And let's see. It bounces, and it Walnut Hills thinks they have it, and they do at the 28-yard line of Elder. Let's see. They finally give it to him. Is it? Everybody on Walnut Hills thinks so. Right around the 28-yard yeah. line, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's single the ball. So the, so the penalty... Was uh, so we 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 miscalled it. It definitely was it was personal foul on the Panthers. So move that kick up. Then right away, Walnut Hills goes with the onside kick to the right side. Elders Elders guys kind of they lined up like it was going to be a long kick. So they backed up as the kicker approached the football and weren't able to get back up to it. But a perfect onside kick, just the right amount of bounces. You know, sometimes that's the hardest part is whether or not you get it just bounced low enough. And they're able to make make the recovery, so they're going to take over here, come right back on offense with the momentum. First and ten, they mark it at the 28-yard line of Elder. One wide receiver to the left side and one to the right. 3.25 to go. And now looking to the right, it's Reuter stepping left now. Throwing, he's got a man open. It is incomplete. He had a wide open Bostic in there. Uh, luckily, uh, Bartley Thomas kind of got back in time, but he looked like he would have been uh, in for six. Yeah, and Bartley Thomas, I'm not sure if he lost who he's covering or if he thought somebody else was was picking picking him up, but luckily that football w- was overthrown uh, and out a little bit, so not able to make the coverage on that one, and Bartley Thomas came back there right as it happened. You could see Wanted Hills, they're going to take the onside kick. They're going to they're gonna go right away. They're going to shoot it downfield. Why not? They've got nothing to lose, no reason to play conservative here. This is a game that no one thinks they, you, they were going to win coming in, right? you got to go out for everything, and right now they think they can. It's a second down at 10 at the 28. One wide receiver to the left, one to the right side. The shotgun, now they're going to give it up the middle. It's going to be Sawyer, and Sawyer gets to around the 25-yard line, a gain of three, but it'll be third down coming up in about seven. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it's Skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili before or after the game. Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent, or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. 2.55 remaining here in the second quarter. Elder with a 14-7 lead, but after the onside kick for Walnut Hills, they have the football third and seven at the 25-yard line of Elder. And just to give you a quick uh, correction, is actually St. X uh, was up 14 to nothing. It's now 14 to seven. Moeller has thrown three interceptions so far in that football game. Third down and seven from the 25. Two wide receivers to the left side. They go in motion with Sawyer. And now the quarterback keeper inside the 25 to the 20 to the 19 yard line. A gain of six. It's close. He might have got his foot right around the 18-yard line, which he needed to get to for the first down. So it's going to be close. Either way, if it's a fourth down, they're going to go for it. Georges finally brings him down, but it's a fourth and short. Now, remember, the Panthers have jumped off sides uh, three or four times already. So look for them to try that hard count uh, uh, right away and see if they can get it without even having to snap football. Well, they're going to go shotgun. Reuter goes under center quickly. Elder's been moving a little bit. Reuter's going to go up the middle and doesn't get it. And that was a Nick Paff and company got in on it, and they do not get the first down. Yeah, Galen Mitchell 
Joey Stemmer all come up off the front, but at the bottom of that pile coming up, guy that really gets a push, Samari Freeman. I mean, he's the guy that really bugged it up in the middle, and then the rest of the guys can kind of fall around him. And so Samari up front, again, we don't call his name a whole bunch because he's usually right there in the middle of the field. You know, it's hard for him to get outside if teams are bouncing around, but that one there, they get a big push. So there you go. There's your defense answering. They come out. They get the onside kick. You think they got the momentum, but right away they go ahead and get the football back to Elder's offense the way it should be. I do like the aggressive going for it on fourth and one rather than kick the field goal. First and ten at the 19. Three wide receivers to the right for Elder. One to the left side. They set up with Hamilton. Shotgun. Now Hamilton going to run it across the 15 to the 20, and he's out to the 25 to the 28-yard line. That was Ramsey, rather, uh, not Hamilton. So the Panthers just give themselves a little bit of breathing room. Okay, again, you know, trying to get that push up front. We've seen the run game be successful. You know, and as that clock is at the 140 mark here, you, know, you look for the Panthers after once they get a little bit more, they might try to go quick, still have all their timeouts once they get under a minute if they need to use them. 130 to play. Here's Hamilton stepping back at his 20. Looking to throw on this first and 10. Rolling to his right. 25 and complete. Oh, incomplete. Neiman. Thought about running it before he had it. Oh, that was actually, check that, that was uh, Andrew Harp. So yeah. Harp tried to, uh, basically, well, Ben Hamilton looked like he was going to run downfield, and I think Harp started to turn his head like he was going to block, but at the last second saw the ball was coming, but still tried to make, you know, the turn. So the Panthers is second down, clock stops, wasted a little bit of time, kind of danced around, but still, still plenty. Three wide receivers left and one to the right. Shotgun for Hamilton on a second and ten at the 29. And now up the middle. Uh, he's going to run it across, and that's uh, Ramsey. Ramsey gets to the 35, to the 36-yard line, a gain of seven uh, for Drew Ramsey. And close enough, uh, there will be a third down coming. 14-7 lead with that timeout now with a minute 12 here in the second quarter. But uh, Elder's going to, uh, you know, one of the, the nice things is they get the ball first in the second half. Yeah, it's important here to, to have a big play on this third down and pick up this yardage. You know, they're marking it about third and about third and four, uh, something that the Panthers can get. They should be able to get upfield. So if the Panthers can pick this up, look for them to try to go quick again, but they still have their two timeouts. Like you said, they're going to get the football back. So why not? What a better time to try to get, you know, go for two. Uh, you know, well, not go for two points. I'm saying this is the old, you know, looking at the shot clock in basketball. Can we get two shots off if we get a quick one? So right here, this is kind of that same opportunity. Get the score, get the ball back, get another score uh, at the start of the second half and, and reestablish your lead. Third down and three for the Panthers. A minute 12 to go, second quarter. 14-7, they lead it, and they have the ball. Two wide receivers right. They're going to move Larkin now as a blocking back. And it's going to be Hamilton stepping back at his 30. Throws. It's complete. Left sideline. And it's complete to Cooper Johnson. I believe. Let's see. It was Sabato. Yeah, Marco yeah. Sabato. Tough to see on the left side of the well, field. Well, I always say when Marco Sabato catches the ball, the difference between him and Cooper is Cooper is a bruising back. and I mean, he runs quick. But when Marco runs, and he's so quick. I mean, his legs are just going a mile a minute. So you could tell when Marco took that one on the outside and got out of, bat, got out of bounds. So good, smart play. Way to use Marco Sabato in that situation. 
we are the other end of the field. You know, we're at the in the press box, kind of uh, right around the 50-yard line, but that was way out to the other side of the field. First and 10 at the 50. They set up now shotgun formation, three wide receivers to the right, and now Hamilton rolls to his right. He's at the 40. Look, here comes the blitz. Stepping up, still with it, still rolling to his left and trying to find something. He's going to be tackled right at the 42-yard line, and he was running for his life on the whole time. And Elder had to take a timeout on there as he tried to boot it outside. Uh, basically what happened, Wanted Hills comes in and breaks the pressure on the outside, so Ben Hamilton avoids one, avoids two, but at that point he runs into his own offensive lineman trying to cut it back across the field. Wanted Hills is able to bring him in. There wasn't anything open quick enough downfield. I know Coach Ramsey, you know, is kind of tough. It's like keep your eyes downfield on that one, uh, but, I, I, you know, I don't think he had anything right off the bat. Plus, I mean, also, man, the Walnut Hills uh, linebacker, I didn't get the number who came through first, but, I mean, he split two elder blockers. Uh, uh, and he split the two guys, just not it. I mean, that's, that's something you got to pick up on that so that Ben Hamilton can then not be running for his life the second he gets out there. And Julie uh, on the tackle for uh, Walnut Hills, but 54 seconds remain here in the second quarter. Elder with a 14-7 to lead over Walnut Hills. They have the football. It'll be second down and 18 coming up at the 42-yard line. Coming up at halftime, the Caldwell Banker Westshell halftime report. Just a reminder, no post-game show tonight at La Rosa's on Boudinot. Uh, the guys have the night off. They are on assignment. Three wide receivers off to the right side and one to the left for the Elder Panthers with a second down and 18. They spot it right around the 42-yard line. They set up now with... Uh, Drew Ramsey, it looks like, in the backfield. Now Ramsey's going to roll to his right. He's at the 45 to the 50. 45. He's in Walnut Hills territory at the 42-yard line. Nice gain for Drew Ramsey to get into Walnut Hills territory with 40 seconds to go. And Panthers going to burn another timeout. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota, has crafted and distributed premium footwear for working outdoor. And now with the Red Wing Shoe Store Ultimate Fit Experience, you'll receive state-of-the-art foot scanning, fitting, and products best suited for your work environment. Get the Ultimate Fit Experience. It's one of five Cincinnati Red Wing Shoe locations. You can do it there at Western Hills, Florence, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. So Red Wing Shoes, proud sponsor of Elder Football. And they're going to put some more time back on the clock. They put it up to 41 seconds, Phil. Yeah, so the Panthers going to come out here and get the ball you know, just past midfield, sitting at uh, about the 42, 43-yard line as they mark it. So, Elder, it's another third-down situation. Got to play towards the sidelines as the clock is ticking. And then, two, got to make some quick decisions. So, Ben Hamilton, you know, if you're sitting back there, we're not, not going to look around, scramble a little bit. I'm sure Chris Ramsey just talked about him. He does a great job with his quarterbacks talking to them about that. You know, if you don't have anything, let's get rid of it and let's stop the clock and let's get moving. Third down and two. The ball spotted right at the 42-yard line. Hamilton in the shotgun. They line up with one wide to the right. They've got three to the left side. And now looking, going to be Hamilton across, and Hamilton runs, and he's going to be stopped right at the 44-yard line on a loss of a couple for Ben Hamilton with 33 seconds. And he, he's kicking himself for that because he just missed getting out of the play. Now with 28, we're going to run a quick play here with a third and four at the 44. Three wide to the left. Now Hamilton looking to throw. He's back at his 50. He's got some time. Steps up, rolling to his left, going to run it. And he's going to get inside the 40. And he's at the 35 to the 33-yard line. And a first down for the Panthers 
And that was big with 12 seconds remaining. And the Panthers going to have to be ready to go when that ball gets placed. Now, luckily for them, I think they got an injured one of Hills Eagles player who's going to stop this clock and allow her to get quickly together. So, I mean, one of the biggest things that has to happen here, though, is that if you got this official's timeout, you got to be ready out of the spot. As soon as they spot that football, be ready to go, take advantage of it, get your quick play in, get either get to the sticks, get the clock stop, or get the ball out of bounds. So you got an opportunity to punch this football in. Yeah, Thacker, uh, number 10, uh, they're working on him, and hopefully everything's going to be okay there with 12 seconds remaining. Thacker was the one who got that big big sack, uh, you know, tackle on, on Hamilton on that last one when it looked like he was going to break it for a big, big gain, but Thacker was able to shed his block by Beckenhop and, and get in there and make that big play that puts Elder in his difficult spot with 12 seconds to go. 14-7, to 7, the Elder Panthers on top. And all of us here at the Prep Sports Radio Network would like to offer our condolences to the family and friends of Dr. Ken Shore, who recently passed. Ken was a devoted husband and father and was loved by all. He was a longtime sponsor of Elder Football here on PSRN and loved the Panthers. He's also a huge Ohio State football fan and Xavier basketball fan. Dr. Ken Shore, you will be greatly missed. Twelve seconds remaining here in the second quarter. As good news as uh, he goes off on his own power, Thacker does. So that's good news for Walnut Hills. First and ten from the 34 for the Panthers. They line up with two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Hamilton stepping at his 40, looking to throw with nine seconds. Throws to the right side. It's Sabato, 28, and gets out of bounds. Well, that clock should still run. They're not going to get anything off. Yeah, it did not. He did not get out of bounds, and the clock continues to run, and that is it. That is the end of the first quarter of play with the score. The Elder Panthers 14 and the Walnut Hills Eagles 7. We'll come back with the Colwell Banker West Show halftime report coming up at halftime on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. The 6th Annual Catholic Men's Eucharistic Procession is Saturday, October 17th, beginning with the 8 a.m. Mass celebrated by Archbishop Dennis Schnur at St. Peter and Chains Cathedral. The Eucharistic Procession from the Cathedral begins at 9 and processes through downtown to Old St. Mary's church for the final benediction at 11 all are welcome hey panther fans the urology group knows just how much this season means to you and the team we also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health the urology group has 37 physicians including five right here in the west side also doctors flynn fulton coon pliskin and rodesheimer in our mercy hospital office Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. 
We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. This is Father Rob Jack. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Sacred Heart Radio. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Show Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. Welcome back to Walnut Hills High School. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal filling in for the guys as they're on assignment tonight. Mark Bengal, Steve Bengal, and Tom Kennedy, wherever you are on assignment. Uh, we will try to uh, do the quality that you guys do on the halftime report. But the Elder Panthers have a 14-7 lead, but Walnut Hills fighting. They get a one-yard touchdown run by Reuter. They even recovered an onside kick and uh, really giving Elder everything they can handle right now. Yeah, Walnut Hills, I mean, we've said it. I mean, they, they got... They they got the guys. They they have plenty of individuals that can, that can make plays. I mean, so it's not one of those situations where, again, like I said, big bad elder coming in playing Walnut Hills. It's not that. I mean, these guys uh, we've seen it already with, with Presley. You know, making some great plays on offense and Reuter sticking in there at quarterback. But Elder at the same time has kind of been a roller coaster. Uh, you know, they've had some great possessions on defense, had some great possessions on offense, and at the same time they've also ha- had their miscues. So. Uh, We'll see what what the sec, what the second half brings with all these halftime adjustments that Elder and, and Walnut will be bringing. But you know, let's let's talk about the first half a little bit here. A couple of scores: Colrain uh, is leading Sycamore seven to nothing. Just got that one, and uh, looked like Saint X was on top of Muller at last check, twenty-one to seven. So those are a couple of scores. Yeah, uh, Saint X is up. Uh, you know, all the scores are at or, or near the at the half or near the half. Saint X is up twenty-one to seven. You know, Madeira was up seventeen. To nothing over Deer Park, Princeton twenty-seven to thirteen over Middletown, uh, Winton Woods twenty-one, uh, Anderson thirteen, Alter fourteen, McNicholas nothing, Indian Hill twenty-eight, Taylor nothing, Kings is up fourteen to nothing over Tays Valley. Remember their game was canceled against West Claremont, and I believe uh, Lakota West contacted them to play, but they said we're going in another direction. Uh, Lloyd is up fourteen to nothing over Bellevue, East is up six to nothing over Fairfield and Bacon. Uh, game uh, stadium I drove past on my way here is up 28 to nothing over Cincinnati College Prep. Well, your father has got to be very proud right now of that because that was almost as good as uh, what Steve Bengal does. The fact that he gets all the precincts recording. So I don't expect that from you. But <laughs> yeah, one last one I forgot was <laughs> Northwest 10, Harrison 3. So, yeah, and I'm getting all my information from him. He's, I, I'm getting it. This is this is from the, the hub, oh, score hub was where these are coming from. Well, I've got a tear in my eye right now because it's pretty close to uh, what the best is. Looking at the first half uh, stats for just kind of team stats, first downs, Elder had 11 first downs in the first half. They rushed 21 times for 120 yards. Walnut Hills with eight uh, first downs. They had 15 carries for 58 yards. 
passing attack was, uh, you know, just okay. I mean, Neiman had a couple of big uh, catches, but 94 yards passing for the Panthers, 62 for Walnut Hills. As Elder efficient, 6 of 8 for that 94 yards. Meanwhile, Walnut Hills, 6 of 14. Total number of plays, Elder 29 for 214 yards. Walnut Hills, 29 for 120 yards. So, uh, you know, a good first half. You look at uh, the penalties, though, Elder with five first-half penalties. So that kind of helped out a little bit with Walnut Hills. Yeah, especially the, those, you know, short yard offside penalties that the Panthers had. Just just jumping, you know, on the hard count, able to get Walnut Hills a, a fresh set of downs, something we haven't really seen the Panthers do in previous weeks. You know, on those hard counts, so it's a little tough tonight just to have those, and especially in the situations where it looked like Elder kind of put them in a tough spot, and then they gave them a quick, easy, easy pickup. So defensively, you know, they, they've had their miscues there with those penalties, uh, but at the same time, they've also held at some pretty important times, like after the onside kick, keeping Walnut Hills out of the end zone. Yeah, they did, and some of the numbers, I mean, Drew Ramsey, nine carries, 78 yards in the first half. It was uh, Cooper Johnson, eight carries for 48 yards. Ben Hamilton with uh, four carries for nine yards uh, in the first half. Some receiving numbers. Scotty Neiman, two catches for 64. Marco Sabato with two catches for 20 yards. And Drew Ramsey with two catches for 10 yards. Uh, Touchdowns come from Cooper Johnson and Drew Ramsey in the first half. So a good you know, first half of play for the Panthers. The good news, they get the ball first in the second half. I'm sure Coach Ramsey's not going to be happy about the onside kick getting recovered. So I'm sure he'll get a little bit of talking to at half. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say it, it, it's one of those times that uh, uh, Coach Ramsey normal. I mean, if they had been enclosed, might have been peeling some uh, – paint off the proverbial walls of the locker room but due to COVID I mean your locker room is in the end zones so both teams they're, they're not going in so coaches you can really see you know like Elder breaking it down with their defense and their offense talking you know talking to, to different individuals and there have been times where I've walked into um walked into the locker room you know like out at st x when we're playing out there and you just hear that noise so they're making adjustments they're going to be ready to go well, good job, and we'll come back in two minutes with the kickoff. You're listening to the Caldwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. The 6th Annual Catholic Men's Eucharistic Procession is Saturday, October 17th, beginning with the 8 a.m. Mass celebrated by Archbishop Dennis Schnur at St. Peter and Chains Cathedral. The Eucharistic Procession from the Cathedral begins at 9 and processes through downtown to Old St. Mary's Church for the final benediction at 11. All are welcome. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. For an easy shopping experience and unbelievable deals, it's Joseph Toyota on Colerain and josephtoyota.com. 
By shopping online, you can value your trade-in and make your own deal all from the comfort of your own home. And every new car purchase includes the Joseph Toyota Advantage of a lifetime powertrain warranty, $500 towards your next trade-in, free shuttles for service, and a whole host of other benefits. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from us. Joseph Toyota, 9101 Coleraine Avenue and at josephtoyota.com. Proud to support elder football. Coding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. I'm Deacon Bob Fay. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to the Colo Banker West Show Halftime Report. Just about ready to start this second half of play as the Elder Panthers have a 14-7 lead. Just updating score. Uh, we gave earlier St. X is leading Muller 21-7. Also got a score from uh, Mark Bengal who told us that Colerain uh, is uh, leading Sycamore at the half 7-0. This one is 14-7 at the half. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We are live at Walnut Hills High School and tonight's uh, Prep Sports Radio Network Game of the Week, the Elder Panther Game of the Week, and uh, we are enjoying this one on a Friday night. The Panthers come in at 2-2, two and two, but they've done a good job. They scored on an 11-yard touchdown run in the first quarter by Drew Ramsey. He scored with 5.46 left to make it 7 to nothing. In the second quarter, it was Cooper Johnson on a three-yard touchdown run with 8.24 left to make it 14 to nothing. And then in the second quarter, it was Reuter, the quarterback. He went behind the offensive line on a one-yard touchdown run, took everybody on his back and went into the end zone. There was a flag down, however, on that, on a personal foul by the Elder Panthers, and that caused a little bit of commotion because the Panthers wound up giving them a better field on the 45-yard line to kick the ball, which led to an onside kick that was recovered by Walnut Hills, but Walnut Hills did not score. They uh, got stopped at the 28-yard line on a fourth and uh, short, and the Panthers held, and that was how it ended. The first half ended 14-7. to The Panthers got the ball back. They did not do anything with it, but they will get the ball first in the, the start of the second half. The Panthers in their road white jerseys with the purple pan, uh, excuse me, purple stripe along the pants and the white uh, jerseys, white helmet, purple, and it's Walnut Hills. The Eagles in their navy blue with navy blue pants, the white helmets here. Uh, they've got the yellow and the blue with the Walnut Hills logo at the midfield here. A great facility if you've ever been out here to Walnut Hills High School, but just a Exceptional facility for a football game tonight. Not many fans. We do have some elder uh, fans. As uh, Coach Ramsey had talked about, only getting about 120 tickets with 60 uh, team members. That was a little bit tough to get all the tickets uh, doing it. But just a reminder, there is no post-game show tonight at La Rosa's at Boudinot. But you can still stop at La Rosa's on Boudinot and give Pam and Aaron and everybody else uh, a big tip tonight because uh, they're working hard. And uh, now I believe you can go in there. Uh, and they're trying to get up to full capacity again, as that's uh, what's going on in Ohio. But just make sure you wear your mask. Be supportive of the crew at La Rosa's on Boudinot. Just about ready to start this second half of play. 
The Panthers, as mentioned, leading it 14-7. to And they did a good job in the first half. They were able to uh, contain Walnut Hills a little bit, but uh, Walnut Hills getting a little bit of momentum. And they... Uh, the Panthers lead it, as I mentioned, 14-7. to And just a quick uh, rundown of the first downs in the first half. It was Elder with an 11-8 advantage in the first half. So good first half numbers. I'm sure it'll be just as good for the second half, Phil Bengal. Well, and this is when all the adjustments come in. Uh, third quarter is so important. If the Panthers can take this down and score, you put Walnut in a very tough spot. If you give the ball back to them real quick and let them think that they're still in this football game, it's going to be a long two quarters. So Elder's got to really capitalize on getting the ball here and go put one together, a nice sustained drive, and get into the end zone. And we'll set up here as we get 12 minutes on the clock, and the Panthers will look to get the football as we start this second half. Getting to kick off, it'll be Peterson for Walden Hills from right to left of your radio dial, and he'll kick this one into the end zone in Savannah, and they go back, and it is uh, going to come out to the 20-yard line. So the Panthers will have a first and 10 at their own 20 to start the second half. So a touchback there. We'll get ready to start here. Uh, the Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats, and they make your business organization look good, look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop owner, Sean Mason, supports the broadcast in Elder Football, 513-251-1862. Uh, that's sixteen sixty-two rather. That's the underground sports shop. So a first and ten for the Panthers at their own 20-yard line. One wide receiver to the left and one to the right side. They go Larkin in motion, and they set up in the backfield. Now the give, the fake, and Sabato's going to take it across the 20. He rolls outside, 25 to the 30. He's out to the 34-yard line before he's out of bounds. Gain of 14 for Sabato. Yeah, Drew Ramsey takes that snap and then hands it off to five foot eight. Marco Sabato, you know, 165-pound senior, he's able to get behind some of those big linemen and hide a little bit. He wanted to go inside, and he was able to cut back out real quick. Uh, I mean, he's a fantastic runner, but that's exactly what they need to do. Come out, get that first down, get your confidence, and then now just grind one out until you end up in the end zone. First and 10 at the 32 for the Panthers starting this third quarter. 11:49 remaining, 14-7 on top. One wide receiver to the left and two to the right. They give up the middle to Cooper Johnson, and Johnson gets across the 40-yard line. Uh, maybe the 41-yard line uh, where he is taken down. Uh, that is the linebacker, Anthony Angili. A nice blocking up front by the elder offensive lineman to really open up a, a very large running lane for Cooper Johnson. 11.25 to go here in the third quarter. Panthers with a 14-7 lead. They have the football. With, it'll be a third down and three. They spot it right at the 39-yard line. Three wide receivers for the Panthers to the right side. Shotgun formation for Hamilton. The give to Cooper again across the 40. He's out to the 45-yard line and has an elder Panther first down. And just a, a little bit of a, a shoestring tackle on that last one by Avery Wyatt. He you know, just barely grabs on to Cooper Johnson as, as he slithers through. So elder's offense happy right now, keeping it on the ground and, and just really pushing up front. Down to 10.59 to go, third quarter, 14-7. The Panthers have the lead, a first and 10 at the 45. Two wide receivers to the left side, no one to the right. They go Hamilton with Cooper Johnson to his left. Now the row, it's actually being Ramsey. Ramsey at the 40, and now throwing left-handed down the field. He's got Neiman, 20-15, touchdown, 55 yards for the Panthers, and no flags. What a fantastic play. I mean, you just got Ramsey rolling out on that one, and I mean, he was on the run. 
So if you're the defense, you don't know what you're going to do if you're going to come up, if he's going to turn that corner. But the whole time downfield, Scotty Neiman was running around. I think Marcus Sabato was down there too uh, for the Panthers. But Scotty Neiman just got behind the defense. Drew Ramsey, great throw. Panthers strike first here, just like we said they had to do. This is what you had. Take that advantage of that and put Walnut Hills back where they should be. And they'll look to add this extra point. Wantrot to hold, and the kick by Mueller is up, and it is good. 10-39 remaining, third quarter of play. It's Elder 21, and Walnut Hill 7 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, welcome back. The Prep Sports Radio Network. We're in the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here at Walnut Hills High School in Cincinnati. A 55-yard touchdown pass from Drew Ramsey to Scotty Neiman at the 1039 mark, and the Panthers have a 21-7 lead. That was a tremendous play. Absolutely was, and it was important so that the Panthers could reestablish their confidence, too, because the last few drives on offense, they just didn't seem like the confident unit that they have been in the past. And the kick is going to go around into the end zone. So it'll be a touchback as he kind of walked the tightrope there to see if he wanted to, to pick it up, and that was Nick Presley. He decided, uh, you know what, I'm not going yeah, to run this one. Miller's back. kick was low. It got back you know, all the way, all the way back. On, on the kickoff, and then it looked like it was going to take a hard bounce, and then it stopped. It went sideways. So almost uh, lucky for the Panthers because they would have really put their backs against the wall but just took that friendly roll. So now the Panther defense comes out. All night they've been able to put together, you know, different series of plays. Let's see if they can get, you know, a big one here. We know that that offense with Presley uh, is intimidating and uh, and fast, so they have to be ready for anything that's coming down downhill. First and ten at the twenty yard line. Reuter in at quarterback. Two wide receivers make that three to the right. Rolling to the right. Here come. Look out! And it's Barley Thomas a fumble, and it's going to be Elder Panther football going the other way. So the Panthers get the recovery. That's Samari Freeman comes up with the recovery. Bartley Thomas strips the football coming in from the right side. uh, Just came down uh, on the right side of the defensive line untouched and and makes the sack sack on Reuter as he gets that ball out a little bit, doesn't see him coming. Then Samari Freeman cleans up. So the Panthers, boom, right right there, get the football back on on the 15-yard line, looking to punch it in. I mean, that's a huge play by Bartley Thomas. So Bartley Thomas, the sack, and then it was, uh, you mentioned Samari Freeman on the recovery. So we'll get that out there, and it's 10.33 remaining. we got a flag down. That that wasn't pretty. That was, that would be a legal procedure on the offense as two guys went in motion and one guy went running downfield, running his route. So only lose five on that, so you go back to the 20, but still, that just... uh, little excited, I think, after the touchdown, the turnover, 
All right, we got the nerves out of your way. That's usually what happens, though. Phil. You get excited, and those type of things happen. But the Panthers have a 21-7 to lead. They have a first and 15. They'll mark it at the 20-yard line. They'll go three wide receivers off to the right and one to the left side. They go in motion that time with Larkins. And now it's Ramsey to throw, and he throws to the left side. It's complete, and it's inside the 15 to the 10. And Scotty Neiman gets out to the 8-yard line, a gain of a dozen for Scotty Neiman. He's just got a lot of confidence when he caught that football. I mean, just a lot of confidence on the outside. And there's going to be a flag on the Panthers. They're going to say it's like an eligible man downfield. So this one's going to be coming back for the Panthers with 10.24 to go here in the third. Yeah, so this comes. This makes the Neiman 12-yard incompletion uh, for naught, and it's going to go back the other way. So Panthers will still have the football, but it's going to move it back. And a quick uh, update uh, at about halftime. Cathedral's up on LaSalle, 14 to nothing, and Moeller is still down to St. X, but it's 21 to 14 at halftime. Okay, now it's going to be a first and 20 here. They mark the football at the 25-yard line of Walnut Hills. The Panthers with a 21-7 lead, 10-24 remaining. It was a Bartley Thomas sack and then a fumble recovery by Samari Freeman, and that's where the Panthers are right now after that first and 20 at the 25. It's Ramsey rolling, rolling, stepping it in. He's going to run it, and he gets to the 26-yard line. Again, uh, actually a loss on the play of a yard. Just nothing doing there for the Panthers. Uh, just nothing. Uh, Thacker comes up with a, a few other Eagles to make the play, but just really couldn't get anything off of that one. There was no good read to pitch, to run. Uh, Wanda Hills really sniffed it out. But it's only second down. Oh, Even though they've had all the laundry and whatnot, we're still at a second down. Not the second down you'd want, but... Still time to pick this up. And this is four down territory where they are anyway. Second and 22. Two wide left, two wide right. And shotgun for Hamilton. He's back in there. Throws to the right side, complete to Sabato with the 22. Down inside the 20, gets to the 16-yard line uh, with a completion for Marco Sabato. And a gain of about 11, so it'll be third and 11 coming up. Sabato caught that football and looked right at Avery Wyatt for the Eagles and was able to shake him a little bit and pick up a few more uh, to, to get back almost to the original sticks on third down. So this is a big third down for Walnut. I mean, you get that turnover. If you can hold the Panthers and force them you know, to make a tough decision on, on fourth, that'd be big. But I think Elder's offense got the power. I think they can pick this up here. 9-10 remaining third quarter. Panthers lead 21-7. It's third and 11 at the 16. Two wide receivers for the Panthers to the left side. Now rolling. Hamilton look out, and he goes to the left side. Still with it. Still with it. Down the field. Throws it out of the end zone. And that would have been uh, only one person to catch it. I believe Scotty Neiman in the left side. Uh, or Hart, it looks like, uh, was in the left side. Yeah, I mean, they, they have, like I said, they have the ability to make these plays, but if they're not getting guys blocked or blitzing off the edge, it's going to be very hard for Hamilton to sit in that pocket and throw. I mean, if he's taking that snap and he's already got a guy coming at him, he's got to make a decision. It it's, makes it a little bit tough, uh, you know, downfield. So now the Panthers, fourth down. This is go for a territory. Uh, it won at Hills. If they can get out of this with a stop, that's a huge win after that turnover. So fourth and 11 for the Panthers at the 16. They line up with Neiman to the left side. They go right side with Harp. And now they set up Hamilton in the shotgun formation. Now looking, rolling to his left, looking for Neiman in the end zone. And Neiman jumps and catches it. Touchdown, Elder Panthers. Second touchdown of the day for 
Mr. Scotty Neiman. Man, that's a tough one. That's good good protection by the offensive line. Hamilton's able to sit and run that corner out out there. I mean, that's just deflating for one at Hills to just hold and hold and hold. But you saw it outside as soon as Neiman got ahead and got a step. You know, at six foot seven, six foot, you know, Six, six foot seven, six foot six, whatever he's listed at, he can go up and make a play on a small receiver when Ben Hamilton puts that ball only where his uh, his guy can get it. Eight forty eight remaining here in the third quarter. Wanstrot to hold, and the kick by Mueller is up and good. So with eight forty eight remaining, the Panthers have a twenty eight to seven lead over Walnut Hills. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, live here at Walnut Hills High School. It is 28 to 7. Elder Panthers with the lead. Scotty Neiman, his second touchdown of the game, his 16-yard reception this time. He now has seven touchdowns on the season with two tonight. And, and both of them, I mean, they've been, they've been big plays. You know, he, he's had big plays all, all season long. But that most recent one I, with Elder with their – you know, backs against the wall on fourth down, you know, trying to go for it or pick it up, and they're able to convert on the turnover and take that first, second half kickoff too. So big, big plays for the Panthers. And this is a short kick by Mueller, and it's going to be taken down at around the 29-yard line for Walnut Hills. They'll set up here down 28-7 to with 8.46 to go in the third quarter. That, that uh, was set up by Bartley Thomas with the big sack, caused the fumble. Samari Freeman uh, recovered the fumble at 10.33, and then at 8.48, it was a fourth down play, fourth and 11 to be exact, and Scotty Neiman catches a 16-yard touchdown by none other than Ben Hamilton. So Walnut Hills offense, so got to come out and regroup. I mean, you know what happened there, so you got to be ready for that. those blitzes on the outside, but got to regroup and got to get some points on this drive. Sawyer and Reuter in the backfield for Walnut Hills. Reuter, the quarterback, one wide receiver to the right side on the first and 10 at the 29. They give up the middle to Sawyer. He crosses the 30 to the 31-yard line. And uh, Andrew Spinney in on the tackle, and Spinney is very active. He has been that way the last couple of weeks. Yeah, hey, made a good tackle, made a good read. I mean, after, it was after a short game. Gayla Mitchell helped to, to clean it up. Joey Stelmore was right around there, too. I think Willenborg came around it. So, guy, it was a quick, quick run. And you, you could see how fast they, they were moving on that snap to get up field. So, Walnut Hill's trying to use that speed that got them the, their early score. 8-13 remaining here in the third quarter. Panthers have a 28-7 lead. Walnut Hills has a second and six from the 33. Two wide receivers to the right and two to the left side. Shotgun formation. Reuter looking to throw and throws. It is complete across, and it is that man again, Nick Presley, and he gets out of bounds at around the 43-yard line. Great pressure by Stemmler and Paff to get upfield and hit Reuter, but not after he, he makes that great pass staying in the pocket. So good job for him to really stand in there knowing that the hit's coming. Alder brought it, but they're going to pick up that first down. 
They mark it at the 42-yard line, a first and 10 at the 42 for Walnut Hills. 7.48 and counting here in the third quarter. Panthers have a 28-7 lead. Thanks for joining us all over the place on EH Sport. Also, sacredheartradio.com and, of course, on the radio. We're uh, live and uh, on here at first and 10 at the 42-yard line, and you're going to see right now a flag down, and that's going to go against uh, Walnut Hills, so they'll take it back. But, again, thanks to everybody listening tonight. Uh, not a game that's going to be able to be seen video-wise uh, for Elder. You are, I think, Walnut Hills is streaming the game, but we are always here for you. Yeah. Thank you. So, basically, Elder had a guy line up offsides. Walnut Hills had a guy line offsides, and now that's the biggest problem that we've had with the, with the beanbag is yeah. that sometimes the guys are getting off a little bit. First and 10 at the 42. Reuter sets up. They go Sawyer in motion. They go actually setting up. It's uh, Presley in motion. He gets across the 43 to the 44-yard line. So not much there for Walnut Hills with 7-10 remaining here in the third quarter. 28-7, Elder Panthers on top. And when Spinney makes a big, big tackle down the line there uh, just to, to cause that for a loss. So after we have the offsetting offside penalties to basically a replay first down panthers force a, a, a short loss and spinning getting downfield again there he is i mean he's just he's flying to the football he's making his reads you know and that you can only make those reads too when your guys up front are hitting their linemen and getting their hands to them first second and 11 they mark it at the 41 yard line they set up now and reuter throws it is incomplete at the 40 yard line intended for sawyer and that uh, just a short pass there. Yeah, just a little screen, and Elder really had it sniffed out, so there wasn't much going. Going, Reuter had big pressure and couldn't wait long enough to throw that football. Uh, and just a quick score update: Colrain is up on Sycamore, fourteen to seven, with three thirty to go in the third. And uh, Cathedral is up on LaSalle, twenty-one to seven, with three eighteen to go in the second. Uh, last we got. Set up here, we're 28-7 Elder with the lead. Third down and 11 at the 41 for Walnut Hills. And now looking as Reuter back to throw at his 33. Steps up to the pocket, completed across the 48-yard line, down to the 47. Uh, and that was, it was Presley, Nick Presley. I shouldn't even doubt that it was Presley. He's at the 48 of Elder. Yeah, just we'll just wind it up again. You know, he... Uh, he just finds a spot in the middle of Elder's defense. Two Elder Elder guys. I, I think one actually fell down right where he he should have been in coverage. I mean, just just you know a mishap. But Wanted Hill is able to pick up big and, and move the ball over the center, middle of the field. 6-10 to play in the third quarter. First and 10 for the for the Walnut Hills Eagles at the 47-yard line of Elder. They set up with two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun for Reuter. Setting up. He's got Sawyer in the backfield. And to give to Sawyer across the middle, he gets to the 30, the 45, rather, to the 43-yard line before he's stacked up at the 43-yard line. Trying to see coming off the bottom of that pile there. It looks like Nicholas Paff coming off the bottom, but a whole, whole other host of white jerseys there getting the stop for the Panthers. You know, Wanted Hills, they obviously, they have the speed, they have the guys to make the plays, but you know, this clock keeps keeps tipping the, ticking about 5.30 here in the third quarter. I mean, they have the ability, but they're just not making those plays fast enough down three scores. It's tough to get, and you know, after only one game, you know, there's a difference between practicing and game shape too, right? 28-7 to with 5.18 here.
in the third. Second and seven from the 44 for Walnut Hills. And they do a reverse. They get to the right side. It's Bostic, and Bostic gets around to the, about the 43-yard line. So really only a yard on that play. They had a lot of... Uh, Extracurricular there, but didn't uh, capitalize. Not, yeah, not a lot doing, and mainly because Elder didn't lose maintain on the backside. Nicholas Path coming upfield does a good job spilling Reuter, who was trying to block him. He just spills him off his shoulder, was able to shed that block, and Elder had the coverage too in the defensive backfield. So a play with, like you said, a lot going on yeah. ended up in nothing. 4.40 to go, third quarter, third down and six for Walnut Hills at the 43. Setting up from right to left, it's it's looking and throwing, and it's intercepted. Oh, no, he couldn't hang on. It's Cam- Chris Cammer, and then it was tipped to Nicholas Paff, and then he couldn't get it either. Yeah, really, I mean, that was like a jumped route as far as that ball was thrown. It, it was intended on the play for Bostic, and he was not there yet. And that ball, I mean, that, that was an easy could have been an easy pick for the Panthers, but instead we're going to have Peterson come out to punt, and we know he, he's boomed a few. So look to see here if, if we maybe get a, a, a coffin corner. Maybe he tries. He seems he got a good. He has a good leg on him, a good spiral on that last on the last of several punts. Peterson's going to line up at his 41. We got Flowers back at his nine. 4:31 to play, third quarter, 28 to seven. The Panthers on top. Peterson looks to punt. He steps up at his 45. It's a high kick. That is a very good kick. Bounces at the 15 to the 10, the 5, and it goes into the end zone. They tried to stop it, but they could not, so it gets out to the 20. But that was a booming kick. Luckily for the Panthers, too, that took one heck of a roll because when Flowers came up away from it, it it hit at about the 10. I thought it was going to die, but it took a, a nice roll. In and, and Walnut had it covered fairly well, but just didn't know where the ball was. So the Panthers going to take over uh, uh, here on the on the twenty, get the football back at, at about the four four twenty one mark. After two quick scores there to start it, I mean this could be another one that could really just finally put put the nail in there to to knock this one away for the Panthers. Four twenty one to go in the third quarter. The Panthers have a twenty eight to seven lead. They have the football first and ten at their own twenty yard line from left to right of your radio dial. They go set up with one wide receiver to the left side. They go in motion with Larkin. Now one wide receiver to the right. Here's the shotgun to give to Cooper Johnson across the twenty five. He gets to the twenty eight yard line to around the twenty nine yard line so a gain of nine on first down for cooper johnson and uh, he continues to uh, do the job and that's a nice thing you know you, you already have drew rams who's able to run the football but then have cooper johnson the nights like this where you can you know just just get a hat on a hat up front and just let him go bruise out some yards and, and save drew from having to constantly do that too second and one from the 29 for the panthers shotgun and the give and cooper johnson again he crosses the 30 to the 35 yard line a gain of six for the panthers and another elder panther first down with 344 to go here in the third quarter just looking at some of the scores for the Panthers. Ramsey had an 11-yard run for a touchdown. Cooper Johnson, a three-yard touchdown run. Ramsey also was able to to, uh, throw a touchdown pass of 55 yards to Scotty Neiman, and then it was it was a touchdown pass, a reception by Neiman again, his second of the game. And that's where we stand, 28-7. to 325, and now it's going to be Ramsey to keep it this time. And Ramsey gets across the 35 to the 38-yard line, a gain of three uh, on first down for the Panthers. But uh, Ben Hamilton threw that touchdown pass to Neiman uh, earlier. As I try to keep uh, up with uh, all these uh, the numbers here, Phil. <laughs> yeah, and you just got an uh, official's... Uh, timeout just uh, trading guy off the field 
But, you know, a little pickup there on first down. I mean, this offensive lineman, a Tucker, Foles and Logan, Singler, James and Beckenhop have been doing a, a very good job tonight when it comes to the running game. I mean, they, they've been doing a good job getting a hat on a hat and, and allowing Cooper Johnson to, to spring a few and Ramsey and Sabato as well. Uh, and so just hopefully they can continue that up here as the Panthers look to continue to this drive. Second and eight from the 37. Hamilton rolls. He's going to pitch it to, to a Sabato across the 40 and just right around the 40-yard line. A gain of three. It'll be third down and five coming up. Portions of tonight's game sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team. Ed Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner uh, with Morgan Stanley, currently seeking wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. And it's Hamilton to throw, and he steps up. He's got Neiman, and Neiman complete at the 37-yard line of Walnut Hills. And let's see, uh, the Walnut Hills saying it is not a catch, but I think the referee said it was a catch, Phil Bengal. Yeah, they were, they were trying to push him, say that he was one of those, you know, out-of-bounds ones. It looked like a guy kind of making those motions like he's Saturday morning or something like that at a college, college game. Like, no, he's out-of-bounds, he's out-of-bounds. This guy didn't even great catch, kept it in bounds, downfield, Hamilton. You know, again, another great football, just putting it where Nemo can get it. And they'll set up a first and ten. They marked it at the 39-yard line, so they're at Walnut Hills territory. Three wide to the right side on this first and ten with 2.17 to go in the third. Cooper Johnson inside the 25 to the 20, and actually 23-yard line. Check that. Right around the 23-yard line, but still got 16 yards in the process. Cooper Johnson continues to just run up the middle with authority. Yeah, Cooper Johnson, when he does, he runs up the middle. I mean, he just gets going. I, he's, there's not a lot of zigging and zagging or slowing down and changing directions. I mean, I mean, he's just ahead of steam, and a guy gets in his way. I mean, you better be ready to tackle him. He's one of those guys. You're not going to bring him down with an arm tackle. First and 10 from the 24-yard line for the Panthers, leading it 28-7. to And they've got it right around the 24-yard line, two wide receivers. But we're going to get a timeout and a timeout on the floor. With that in mind, we'll take a quick timeout with a minute 52 to go in the third. It's 28-7, to Elder, on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support Elder Football. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here on a Friday night. Doesn't get much better than this, football on a Friday night. And we're at Walnut Hills High School tonight. They did a nice job getting us a, a spot here. I know how hard is it, you know, with the social distancing, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that a lot of people, you know, keep forgetting about all these events that have been taking place at all these different high schools. All the, you know, administration staffs, athletic staffs have been pushed with a whole new it's a totally different way to do a game. I mean, just all the different things they have to go in with different procedures. And, you know, schools have been doing it doing it well and working hard. And tonight's just another example. First and ten for the Panthers at the 24. Two wide receivers to the right. Hamilton gives to Cooper Johnson inside the 25 to the 20. And he's out to the 16-yard line. A gain of eight on first down. It'll be second down at two with a minute 42 in the third. Just a little bit of a, a shimmy there to left to the right. And then, boom, just right up until somebody hits him. And Elder goes quick. 
Second and down, and they mark it, and it's Cooper Johnson again. Cooper's still going inside the 15, and he's down inside the 10 uh, right around there, and we'll see where they finally mark it. But it was tough to kind of get a visual of that, everybody on top, and they still are moving the football quickly with a minute 28. And now the snap, and Hamilton gets it to Cooper Johnson again, and Johnson gets to about the five-yard line on that first down carry at the nine. Yeah, I mean, they're probably going to go right back to it. So the market second down right around the five-yard line with a minute ten. And they do mark it. Thanks for the official on that one. It's second down right at the five. Second down and goal with a minute to go here in the third. One wide receiver to the right. They set up with Hamilton setting up. It's actually Ramsey in the backfield. Yeah. And Ramsey, we're going to get a flag down. Yeah, false start on the Panthers. Just uh Trying to trying to run right right behind the guard, just uh, fullback, just got a little little excited, went 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 a little too quick. With 55.9 seconds remaining, and it continues to run. The Elder Panthers with a 28 to seven lead over at Walnut Hills here at Walnut Hills High School on a Friday night. Shirt sleeve weather, 75 degrees, still uh, pretty warm. Gotta like that on a Friday night. Good fire pit weather, too, because as it starts to cool down a little bit. Listening to the radio and listening to Elder Football with 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. It's Ramsey. He's going to keep it inside. He's back, and unfortunately, he's going to go backwards to the 10-yard line on the second down uh, as he went right about the line of scrimmage after the penalty. Yeah, just nothing really there. I mean, offensive line had kind of already released on a run play and was getting downfield, getting blocks, but ball really hadn't even hit. But this is going to take us to the end of the third quarter. So the Panthers score 14 in the third quarter. They lead it 28-7. to And we'll come back with the fourth quarter of play on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet. Proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center. Repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible. So to give a gift of any amount, please visit SacredHeartRadio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal at Walnut Hills High School. The Elder Panthers with a 28-7 lead. They scored 14 points in the third quarter. They got Ramsey to Neiman on a 55-yard touchdown. Then it was Bartley Thomas who had a sack, caused a fumble. Samari Freeman recovered it. And then it was another touchdown, this time Scotty Neiman from Ben Hamilton. And Neiman has two touchdowns, seven on the season now. And the Elder Panthers have a 28-7 lead. Yeah, and Elder looks to come out here on this, this third. It's third and goal from the 11. Uh, obviously, going to try to try to get a decent pickup here to make it, you know, an easy easy decision on fourth. Third down and goal from the 11. Ramsey goes in motion. He gets the carry, and he's going to look to throw. Instead, he's going to run it, and he gets inside the 10 to the eight yard line. It'll be fourth down coming up uh, for the Panthers. It'll be fourth and goal at the eight. Good coverage by Walnut out there. You know, Elder's trying to get that handoff. 
right Coming as Drew Ramsey takes it to the right side from Ben Hamilton to see if the defensive backs will bite and come up field, and then just a quick little dump pass, you know, either whether it's to the, the first or the second level. And Walnut did a good job of staying home. Nobody nobody did, so it's they still get a little bit of a pickup. So they got two yards, but it's fourth down. The one disadvantage on that play was that Ramsey is left-handed going on the right side, so it was tough to get the ball into his left hand and get any kind of throw by the time they got to that play. So it'll be fourth down and goal at the eight. They set up here. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. They go shotgun. It's Hamilton. He steps back at his 15. Rolls, throws in the end zone, and it's incomplete. It'll be Walnut Hills football. They'll get it at the eight-yard line. So Walnut Hills holds. I mean, they do a great job holding on defense. Owner moves the football, but they're able to hold in the goal line situation and keep the Panthers from getting into the end zone and making this, you know, an even bigger deficit. So now Walnut, their offense, they take it over at the nine-yard line, 81 yards to go here. So they got to put together a drive. they got 11 minutes and three seconds to start knocking knocking off these three scores. Yeah, they need to do something here to get something down 28-7. to seven. Tonight's... Uh, Broadcast is sponsored by Ron's Roost Restaurant and Pub, a Westside landmark for over 60 years. Proud to to support elder football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, the Roost also features barbecued ribs, German sauerbraten, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, coleslaw, and cream pies. Enjoy the patio. 20 TVs every day for lunch or dinner. Dine in or carry out. Race Road in Bridgetown. Ron's Roost. It's clucking good. 11.03 11.03 remaining here in the fourth quarter. The Panthers have a 28-7 lead. They do not score on a fourth down play, and it's going to be Walnut Hills getting the ball first down. They'll have to go, as you mentioned, Phil, 91 yards. Yeah, just a quick score update from the St. X Moeller game. St. X is up 24-14 with 6.25 to go in the third quarter. So Moeller, you know, hanging in there, hanging tough. I mean, Moeller's a team, I, they're going to be scary. In the in the in the playoffs, I mean, they're going to be a team that a lot of people are going to look at their record and uh, really underestimate them. And I mean, I, I think you know they're giving St. X some headaches tonight, and I think they're going to give Saint or they're going to give little Sal some headaches next week too. So Moeller Crusaders going to be a dangerous team come playoff time. First and ten, they spot it at the eight yard line. They go and looking back. It's Reuter to throw, stepping up at the end zone and throws it down the field, and Chris Cameron knocked it away. And that was a good play for the Panthers. It was intended for Bostic, but uh, Cameron was all over. Yeah, Bostic had to go on defense there. His Cameron had the great, he had the best, best angle on that ball and almost made the catch. If Bostic hadn't taken him down as the ball got there, you know, good play. He went on defense, and that's that's what you like to see too. I mean, it's just great, great coverage by both the, you know, both individuals. There was some contact, but nothing anybody really gotten an advantage. So right off the bat, they try to try to get it downfield, and the elder defense gets a quick one. Second down at 10 from the 8. Two wide receivers to the right side and one to the left. Now looking, throwing. It is complete back at the 5, but to the 4. But I think uh, it was uh, Jack Willenberg didn't like that too much, and he pushed him backwards. Yeah, Willenberg uh, pushed him back. They're going to mark it at the line of scrimmage. They're going to say that he there was no loss on the play, but I thought he caught the ball about a yard deep. Yeah. Uh, and then Willenberg took him down. But So I think Walnut's going to benefit there from that spot. Ten and a half remaining here in the fourth quarter. Panthers have a 28-7 lead. Third down and ten. They spot the football at the eight-yard line. Two wide receivers right and one to the left side. Setting up is 
Reuter looking. He's back in his end zone. Throws it, and it is incomplete. And it'll be fourth. That's got to be tough for the sophomore. You know, when you've got a situation where you're facing at your own end zone, you got Elder just coming down at you, everyone. Wollenborg, uh, Justin, Tucker, all these, Stemler. I mean, it, it's just difficult. Yeah, and you got right there, too. I mean, at that, that time, the line all lined up. They went, came from a stand-up position. You know, it came yeah. from a two-point, and they came flying in. It was just a quick bull rush, get a push on them. So Peterson's going to be punting this one. Eh, about, you know, he's got a yard space from his, his end line there. So it's still a little comfortable, and we know he's got a, a leg on him. Flowers about the 45. Yeah, Flowers lines up, and uh, let's see, Peterson about two yards deep in his end zone now. Bounces at the 40. It's going to be Flowers to the 35. He gets to the 30, the, the 25, and he's out of bounds at the... 24-yard line of Walnut Hill. So a great return by Flowers of 16 yards. Yeah, Elder's defense holds strong, gets the ball back to the offense, and then Flowers uh, has to come up on that punt. There's a perfect, perfect roll. One bounce right to him, picks it up, and, and he takes it. So the Panthers get to start this drive on the 25, uh, and let's see you know, if the offense maybe go back to Cooper Johnson, just running yeah. that football, just running up the middle. Uh, and just keep it going. I mean, you're up. You're up three scores here. Ten o two. You got plenty of clock to work. You know, just just let Cooper get it done. Cooper's lining up to the left side of Hamilton, and they set up this first down at the twenty five. And it's and Cooper Johnson runs across to about the twenty two yard line, gain of uh, three, really all on his own effort. Yeah, and another thing too. I mean, you don't. It doesn't have to be a big gain every time. Right now, it's all about the physicalness of this too. A lot of these Walnut Hills players, you know, playing both ways on the offense line, defensive line. So get, you know, getting getting worn out. And, and as they, if you just keep pounding up front, you know, eventually Cooper's going to break a couple of those big seven, eight yard gains to pick up those first downs. Second and eight from the twenty-three yard line. Panthers leading at twenty-eight to seven. Nine twenty-five remaining in the fourth. Three wide to the left side. The give to Cooper. Cooper's inside the 20 to about the 18-yard line. A gain of five. It'll be third down and short coming up for the Panthers. And that's that's what you want. You know, get a hat on a hat, move the ball forward. So the Panthers here, you know, they can do exactly what they need to do. 9.05 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Panthers have a 28-7 lead. The clock continues to run. And three wide receivers line up to the left side. They've got one in Neiman to the right. Shotgun formation setting up. And now it's Ramsey. Ramsey's going to keep it. Ramsey inside the 20, and he gets to the 16-yard line. A gain of four. It'll be fourth down coming up in about a yard. Yeah, and so, you know, they're going to go for it here on fourth down. Very, very manageable, makeable down down here. So we got... Uh, couple of different guys shifting into the game, but most importantly, you know, Cooper Johnson comes back in after being out on that last one. Yeah, Cooper's had a nice game, over 100 yards on the ground, and they set up with one wide receiver off to the left side. They go Ramsey in the backfield, and Ramsey's going to keep it. Ramsey inside the 15 to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown! Drew Ramsey, 22 yards, and Ramsey's third, he's part of his third touchdown. He's run for two and thrown for one. And, and, you know, sound a lot like last week. 
You know, he's getting in the end zone a lot. And on that one, again, Cooper Johnson is right there by him, gets a, gets a nice little block. But at the same time, the def- the offense line, the nice thing is the defense line, their mentality is they're thinking this is a fourth and short, so they're really trying to stop it. But you just open that lane just enough. Everybody overcommits, and you get the ball in the end zone. Here's Mueller. will kick the extra point. It is up, and it is good. So with 8-11 to play here in the fourth quarter, it's Elder 35 and Walnut Hill 7. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal at Walnut Hills High School. And Drew Ramsey uh, scores a 22-yard touchdown run, and the Elder Panthers are up 35-7 to with 8-11 to play. And, you know, Phil, what's really interesting about Ramsey this year, coming in, he had four touchdowns on the ground. He had six touchdowns receptions. So today he's got two touchdowns on the ground, which increases his number to six touchdowns on the ground, six touchdowns on the receptions. But what's interesting is now he's got a passing touchdown of 55 yards. So he's got he's really got 13 touchdowns now. So he's just continuing to roll uh, and do great things for this elder offense. So with 8-10 to play, the the kickoff happens and they get to about the 30-yard line is where Walnut Hills will take over, 35-7. But I'll tell you, you might be right, Phil, in the situation with this, is when you got guys going both ways, they got to be gassed at this moment, and that's what's happening. Because you're seeing a lot more plays open up that you didn't see before. Yeah, well, and especially, too, I mean, it's, it's not due to, you know, not working hard enough. It's no. just, again, it's game two for them. It's game two, and, and sometimes it's hard to really simulate that in, in practice. And a first and ten for Walnut Hills at the 30-yard line with 8-10 to go. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right, and Reuter looks to throw. Stepping up and throwing to the sideline is complete across the 30, 35-yard line, and it's picked up by Bostic to the 35-yard line for Walnut Hills. So a nice reception for Bostic, and I'll tell you, I'm impressed with the sophomore quarterback, though. He's uh, He steps up in the pocket pretty well. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's a couple of throws here and there, but he, he's got a big future ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, it's, they like we said, they, they got a lot of guys out there. That they have a lot of potential on that on that Eagles team. Second and four from the 35, and now they give up the middle. It is uh, going to be Sawyer, and Sawyer gets to the 39-yard line, a gain of about three, and it'll be third down coming up. So coming into this game, Drew Ramsey led the GCL in, in scoring with 10 touchdowns. Next uh, behind him was Payne from LaSalle with seven. So go ahead and add three more to that. And now we're up to, uh, you know, Drew Ramsey's at 13 touchdowns there, really separating himself from the field. And we got an injured uh, eagle. All he needs to do, I think, is uh, score on a kickoff return. I think he's got everything, right? <laughs> he's got the uh, – he's thrown for one. He has run for – several and he's caught several so he does it all 35 to 7 this game with 721 uh reminder there is no post game there's no prep sports radio network game night at la rose's on Boudinot, but 
feel free to go to La Rosa on Boudinot tonight anyway and say hi to Pam and Aaron and everybody over there and the staff of La Rosa on Boudinot, but we will not be there tonight. The guys are on assignment, and uh, you had an assignment last week. Got to work with Rob Florian, which was a treat uh, as well. Rob does a does a nice job. We've had him on a couple of times during the postseason. He got a chance to. He said going back into the pit, he just gets that he still gets the chills going back to the pit. Yeah, I mean it's just something you know. Sometimes uh, those of us who are are there every day, you take that for granted. I mean that's you know kind of you know that's for a lot of us you know working over at Elder and things like that. It's our office, but you know to be able to come back for. You know, grads that don't get to come back often. It's a special place, even if it's only at the capacity that it was last week. It, it still just it just has that that feeling when you walk through those gates. And a shout out to Rob Florian, probably doing bath time right about now. Third down and two at the 38, with 7:15 remaining here in the fourth, setting up. And now the quarterback's going to have to fall on it right around the 35 to the 36 yard line. So a loss of a couple. It'll be fourth down coming up for Walnut Hills. Yeah, Bartley Thomas gets to him. Uh, again, you know, Bartley Thomas with the play. Uh, he's had several tonight, you know, several big plays. He had a forced fumble earlier in the game that resulted in points for the Panthers. So as this clock, you know, ticks to 650, Peterson's going to come out to punt the ball back to the Panthers again. And I, got, I have to have a feeling that the Panthers are going to be looking, you know, just to run their normal offense, not necessarily just say, hey, we're going to work clock. So, uh, you know, they're going to be able to. Uh, Elder's going to see what the, they can get off of this Peterson kick, get some field position, and then you know this one should be in the books. And a fourth down and four. Peterson at the 21 gets the low snap and then kicks it very high. It's not going to be that far, but it gets to about the 40s. Fumbled, and Flowers dropped it, but I think he's going to get it back at around the 38-yard line. So let's pause a minute for station identification right now on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Well, 35 to 7 and 6:19 left here in the fourth quarter, and it's uh, first and ten at the 39-yard line. The Panthers will get the football back with 6:19, which is good. And you know, now looking ahead, of course, right now with the Elder Panthers, uh, you know, kind of on top of this one pretty well. You got Indianapolis Cathedral next week, and that's going to be a tough one. Right. I mean, you got to go on the road, take a long bus trip. It's uh, not a normal season, so this is the first big one. And Hamilton throws, and it is complete across the 45 to the 47-yard line. And I believe, let's see. That's going to be uh, West Malillo. Yeah. No, uh, look like, I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was Simon, actually 23, but uh, interesting. It's tough to tell from this angle because it's on the other way of the field. Second down and three for the Panthers at the 47-yard line. With 5.40 remaining here in the fourth. At the 47, three wide receivers to the left. And now it's up the middle. It's Cooper Johnson, and he's still moving it. we got a flag down. And the flag is going to be right about uh, the 45-yard line. So we'll see what we get here. Oh, Will Summers getting in the game. So that was not Cooper Johnson. So we got a kind of wholesale changes for the Panthers. The offensive line kind of remains uh, similar, so not not as many changes there. A couple of different guys, and I see Ben Monk uh, out there right now. But they they've kind of moved the offense. You know, Ben Hamilton still still taking the snaps 
you know, as we get to the 532 mark and they walk this one back for the Panthers. So just getting some guys in on offense probably if the Panthers don't convert, you know, get a few guys in on defense too. Games like this are good as well since we're not in a running clock. It's not uh, panic mode when you're making subs. Second down and 13 from the 36-yard line. And now they give up the middle of the Summers, and uh, he gets to about the 33-yard line. You, so loss on that play, just nothing doing. So coming out of third down here, uh, the Panthers probably keep the ball on the ground. You know, might try to yeah, – it might go to the air. I mean, there's no reason not to uh, right now. But uh, Walnut Hills would love to get the football back and just get one more chance, yeah. put together a good drive, you know. Game two of the season, you want to still be able to go against somebody other than yourself. So it would be nice for their offense to get out and, and be able to put together another drive with a different look than your own teammates who, you know, a lot of guys playing both ways, know the offense, kind of things like that. It gives you an, an opportunity for, for some practice. Nick Broxerman in at, uh, at receiver as well. And they give up the middle to Will Summers, and Summers gets to the 38, to the 39-yard line, a gain of about five or six on third and 16 with 430 and counting here in the fourth quarter. The Panthers have a 35-7 to lead, so in no hurry here. It'll be fourth down, and the Panthers will look to punt this one away. So you're right, Phil. They get the uh, Walnut Hills will get another chance. And you're right. You know, you look at the situation with their second game of the year. These kids just want to play, and the fact that they get to play elder, this has got to be big for them to get ready for their next game. Yeah, and just being able to, like I said, go against somebody else. I mean, right out early on, you know, we, we saw the, the skill work and in, in the guys that they have that they're able to put up, you know, a really good fight against the Panthers, but Elder was just able to prevail in, in that fight. So they're going to get the football back here, but it's nice, like we said, just be able to get a different look. Walnut had nobody back on that punt, so this one's just going to roll. And nice pump by Drew Ramsey gets to the nine-yard line. What a kick. So he does everything, doesn't he? <laughs> it's amazing. That was a beautiful punt to the nine-yard line. And Lance Neville downs it. And the Panthers uh, going to look to win this one. They're up 35-7, to 340 to go. Next week it's at Indianapolis Cathedral at Arlington Middle School. And we'll, we'll get to take that two-hour drive up uh, right on a Friday night. It's always fun. So Yeah, I-74. Yeah. Uh, Never a dull moment, you know. Uh, nice thing is, though, for the Panther, you think about it, you know, we, we've been lucky this year on the varsity level to, to not have to travel until week five and week six. And Coach Ramsey talked about, hey, you'd love to have it at home, but you're just getting used to it. It's four in a row. Uh, and a lot of other teams going on the road for every game or most of their games. So been lucky this year that, that those were the two, and really it should have been five. Reuter will go three wide receivers left and one to the right side, setting up a first and ten at their own ten. Steps up, throws it down the field. He's got a man open, and he overthrew the man, and that's Brandon Gassett. Uh, unfortunately, that was just a little bit too much air on that football. Yeah, Jake Vollmer was in coverage for the Panthers and got a little lost on his on his turn, and that could have been a big one for Walnut, but I think everybody was just as surprised that that that, that ball was available. They set up a second down and 10 at the their own 10 with 3.34 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 35-7, Elder on top. One wide receiver to the right. They set up with three wide receivers off to the left side now. They go with Sawyer in the backfield. The quarterback is going to run, and, and Reuter is going to run across the five to the six, and he is taken down right about the six-yard line. Panthers do a good job there, Phil. 
and that's Grant Kaiser. Hey, Grant Kaiser's going to get the the sack on that six foot one, two hundred twenty five pound senior. Uh, Grant kind of uh, gets in there as, a, as the pocket collapsed, so forcing it to be a, a third and long. And it'll be third and thirteen back at the seven. Three minutes and five seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Panthers have that thirty five to seven lead. Week five of the high school football season. Can't believe it's already week five. One wide receiver to the left and two to the right. Shotgun. Reuter back at his two. Now steps up into the end zone looking to throw down the field. And he's looking and throwing and it is incomplete. It was attended again for Gassett. And unfortunately a little bit too far to the, it was out of bounds. We'll see. I think, let's see if Walnut runs their punting unit out. Yeah, at this point, with a fourth and 13 at their own seven, I think yeah. you got to punt it. They're going to go ahead and punt it out of there. Peterson be able to get it downfield you know, pretty good. The uh, St. X Muller game, St. X looks to be in control of that one, 33 to 14 at, the, at this point. So GMC uh, scores from around fourth quarter, Coleraine, uh, around the start of the fourth quarter, Coleraine up 20 to 7 over Sycamore, Princeton 40, uh, the Middletown Middies 10. Lakota East up 13 to nothing over Fairfield. Mason 7 to 3 over Hamilton. And here it is again. It's uh, Peterson going to punt it. And it's going to be bouncing at, into Elder territory at the 30. And take an Elder bounce. Oh, and they finally down it around the 23 yard line. That's so it just went backwards. That thing hit at about the 35 and just, and just went back another 10 yards. What, what an unfortunate series of events that was. But you got to think that the Panthers here, 232 to go, just going to run the ball, milk the clock, watch the back judge for them to give you the five second, uh, you know, warning on a play clock, yeah. take the snap and, and, uh, and just go from there. So, well, it looks like Will Summers is going to be in. Let's see if we, who we've got a wide receiver. Uh, Nick Broxterman is in there as well, wide to the left side. And also at quarterback is Ben Schoster, right? Ben Schoster is going to give the ball up to Summers, and Summers inside the 25 gets to the 20, to the 19, still with the ball to the 17 yard line a gain of seven for will summers so uh, at quarterback as mentioned it's ben schoster we got will summer in the backfield little nick uh, broxterman trying to get everybody phil if you see anybody let's make sure we get all the kids uh, names in there tonight yeah just i mean the nice thing is like i said you're a lot of guys be able to get some some real good minutes since this isn't a running clock game here Second down and four from the 18 with a minute 58 to go. And it's again Summers inside the 15 to the 10. And he gets to about the nine-yard line. So Will Summers getting some valuable time. Uh, Will Summers, you know, comes in. He's had a couple of carries here and there. But Summers, you know, he's one of those kids that just uh, looks like he's just made for elder football. Yeah, he does a good job back there. I mean, kind of similar as uh, Cooper Johnson, you know, running style. Just you know, here is where I'm going. This is, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run hard. You know, you get me the right lane, you know, I, I'm going to be able to pick up those extra yards. First and 10 at the 10, and they're going to give it to Summers again inside the 10 to the 5, and he gets into the end zone. Touchdown. Uh, they're going to mark him oh, short. Oh, okay. They're marking right him about the, the 3. So he stepped, must have had his right foot step out of bounds. That is on the totally opposite end of the field that we are and right in the right corner of the end zone so uh will summers again with another good run they're gonna yeah you're right phil at the three yard line it'll be first and goal with a minute 26 remaining here in the fourth quarter 35 7 panthers on top 
And Schuster at quarterback, two wide receivers to the left side. He's got Summers in the backfield, and the give to Summers again. And Summers this time gets close to the end zone. See the push? Did he get in? Go mark him at the one. At the one, yeah. And they make him keep working for it. And that clock's going to roll here. So the Panthers are going to have to take one more. And, uh, you know, I mean, Austin Bass lost his helmet. He has to go back out. Yeah, so it's second down. So let's see, you know, kind of what, uh, what Coach Ramsey wants to do here. We've got 58 seconds remaining. And setting up again is Schuster. With Summers to his right and give it to him again. This time he doesn't get in again. So that'll be, that actually is uh, right around, it'll be third down coming up, third and goal. Yeah, third and goal, and that clock is ticking to uh, about the 30, 35 second mark, you know, before they they roll that play clock. So I, I would think, all right, Coach Ramsey's just going to be happy here to take this one to the end, you know, and that's it. That's going to be it. So they're not going to try to punch one in. No, anything like that right here. I yeah. feel bad for Will Summers. He almost yeah. had a touchdown there, but uh, unfortunately did not. But this one, uh, is an Elder Panther victory, 35-7. to A nice game uh, by the Panthers tonight. They uh, take on, on Indianapolis Cathedral next week. But in the meantime, we'll come back with the Cooper Electric star of the game. The final score, the Elder Panthers 35 and the Walnut Hills Eagles 7. We'll take a timeout. Sports Radio Network. Dave Ramsey here. As a business owner, you don't have time to worry about your network. Fuller Information Technology, Cincinnati's IT department, can assess your network needs, stabilize any immediate issues, and manage your network. They've been helping businesses for over 20 years. So whether you have 50 employees or you're a one-person office, Fuller Information Technology can provide the IT support that you need. FullerInfotech.com. FullerInfotech.com. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. 
For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online for La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. This is Father Benedict Hochensla, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, the victorious Elder Panthers here at Walnut Hills High School, a 35-7 to win. And the Cooper Electric star of the game. We could have gone many ways. We decided to go with Cooper Johnson. 18 carries, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Just a steady game for Cooper Johnson tonight. Yeah, he's a steady workhorse. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, you can rely on him in many different situations, and, and he really takes advantage of that bruising offensive line that, that helps him there. Tucker, Foles, and Logan, Singler, James, and Beckenhop that, that can really get 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 that big push. And then the way that he runs works perfect with that style. So tonight there were a couple of times where he had some really big runs that were really important to the game continuing on. But there are a lot of guys we could have talked about tonight. Partly Thomas had a great game. Samari, Samari Freeman coming up with that big fumble recovery. You know, that's the thing. You force a fumble, but somebody's got to get on top of it. And the way that ball bounced, he was right there, Johnny, on the spot, which resulted in more points for the Panthers. But just a great night tonight. Cooper Johnson uh, played a great game. You know, had only got one touchdown out of that. But those are some very important runs tonight. Yeah, as mentioned, 18 carries, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Drew Ramsey rushing, 15 carries, 103 yards, and three touchdowns. He also threw for a touchdown as well, uh, 55 yards. And uh, Will Summer ran seven carries for 28 yards. Sabato had a, had a carry for, for 12 yards. Ben Hamilton, four carries for uh, 19 yards. Uh, they had incorrectly put Ben Hamilton's stats. They gave the 55-yard touchdown to... Uh, to uh, Ben Hamilton. That was actually Ramsey, so that was incomplete. So Hamilton had a touchdown pass, uh, 11 of 15, uh, not bad. Scotty Neiman, five catches, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Neiman had that 55-yard touchdown and a 16-yard uh, reception uh, as well for a touchdown. Zabato, four uh, receptions for 34 yards. Drew Ramsey had two catches for 10 yards, and uh, Wes Malello got uh, one carry, one catch for for ten yards. But just another uh, complete game. You mentioned on the defensive side, they, they did a you know they did a great job. I mean, if we look at the overall numbers, Elderad, you know, they had two hundred forty four yard rushing, two hundred eight yards passing, so over four hundred fifty two yards 
of total offense. So not a bad night. No, not a bad night at all. And I mean, that defense has been doing great things, you know, across across the board. You've got a lot of different names in there. You know, Willenborg and, and Larkins comes in at times, and, and Tucker and Foles and Logan and, and, and Mitchell, Freeman, you know, uh, Stemler, Cammer, Miller. I mean, we, Bartley Thomas, I mean, we can just keep going and rolling. And they do great things. Uh, next week's going to be a big test. Indianapolis Cathedral's yeah. a very good team. You know, we know that they, they are giving LaSalle fits this evening. Last we checked, St. X, you know, ha- had some trouble with them. So it's going to be a big task. But on the other side of that, you know, is the playoffs. So you just got to keep getting better. I mean, that's the thing. The thing is, is what's interesting about this year is normally you'd be talking about the importance of next week for the playoffs. Next week's game, really, for everybody, week six, the numbers, the vote is already going to be done by Wednesday. Week six, it's it's a tune-up game for the playoffs. Yeah. It's not going to affect your ranking. You're not going to drop. You're not going to move. It's not like the final week of Harbin's. So I think a lot of pressure comes off because of that. So you can go play your game, and you're not. We're not saying you're going to try silly trick plays, and they're not going to be legitimate games. But it just takes that pressure off. So really happy, uh, you know, for the Panthers tonight to to get a lot of, uh, you know. A lot of guys in the football game, but at the same time, they came here, accomplished a goal, going on the road next week in Indianapolis Cathedral. But the coaches are all going to put their votes in, uh, and by Wednesday, you know, we're going to be getting everything kind of bracketed up uh, and see where we're at. So I think that Sunday is when those coaches will start putting their stuff in, uh, and, and we'll go from there. So Winton Woods finishes on top of Anderson tonight, 48-13. to 13. Uh and, and I mean that's a that's a pretty big pretty big pretty big win there. So the Panthers, great night tonight, but a lot looms next week and then the following week into week seven. We'll be starting the playoffs. Yeah, and one of the benefits for Elder, I think, is going to be the fact that they are playing Cathedral. And you talk about a tune-up game. What better tune-up game than that? How many teams are better than Indianapolis Cathedral right. in Ohio right now? Right, and it's going to allow you to just really, you know, evaluate yourselves again as you go in. Every week you're evaluating yourself and you're trying to see where where you're at. So the Panthers, but it takes the pressure off. You know, the, these week six games are, are not going to, for nobody, they're going to be we must win or we have to win and this team has to lose and that. And it, no, it's it's everybody's going to have everything staked and now it's going to be about going out and playing a game of football that's going to be a continuation to week seven so you just got to keep making good habits going into that going into the playoffs uh, and getting to that point well it's good to have you back this week phil bengal we uh, missed you last week but uh, we're going to continue next week with the trip up to indianapolis cathedral uh, next week and then the postseason begins so lots of fun thanks to uh, mark bengal steve bengal tom kennedy they were on assignment tonight but still providing valuable detail cast of course thanks to kevin kenny back at the studio for always keeping us on the air and making sure everything goes off uh, pretty well thanks to you the listener tonight maybe sitting by the fire pit doing whatever you do on a friday night we are pleased to bring this to you every week uh it's a blessing to be able to do that once again the final score the elder panthers 35 and it was uh seven for uh walnut hills 35 to seven next week we are back again on friday night as elders travels to indianapolis to take on Indianapolis Cathedral for a 7 o'clock kickoff. We'll get started with the 6.30 pregame show. For Phil Bengal, I'm Lynn Harvey. So long from Walnut Hills High School. You've been listening to Elder Football, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking.
And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Hey, Panther fans. The doctors of the West Side Office of the Urology Group wish you a great season. If you find yourself standing in the restroom line too often, it can be the pits. But don't worry. Doctors Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our West Side Office are here for you. They can keep you in the pit instead of in line this season. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. 